What's up? Wow. We're back. We're back. It's been a while. It Although has I, still I still haven't uploaded the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Griffin and is... I almost am scared to like revisit it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be just like chaos. Dude, I think that's the best episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> I think we're barely I think, in it. It's I great. know. That's the best thing ever. It's like we just got some vacation. It's great. Basically, yeah. We got a yeah, free Griffin, week, week off. Griffin's pretty upset. He tells me he checks every day. So, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll have it uploaded by the end of the week for sure. The hater is hating. Continue. Upload this one soon after. Yeah. But, um, we're going to have an intro on this episode. Yep. We are. Which is very exciting. Not Courtesy like of Mr. Caleb. Incredible. Our boy. Our boy Our, in BC, right? In engineering. Yeah. In engineering. How did he have the time? How did he have the time? I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm so excited to get Caleb on because there's so much lore there. There's so much lore. I'm excited to be able to talk to him, not just uh, <laughs> listen. Exactly. Yeah. That would be and, good. Uh, you guys can bond over your engineering um, parables. Exactly. Oh, It'll be an engineering good. podcast. I know. I'm very excited. We can yeah. convince Caleb to follow your path, drop out, come be a film I'm, student. I will. I will convince him. It's so much easier. It's, it's a ridiculous. lot. I know it's crazy. <laughs> I've been talking to a few people who are in different programs, and it's just uh, cakewalk. It's even a cakewalk. being, yeah, even being back in Edmonton, I'm like reminded of people who are in. Not that we're not in real school, but people who are in real school. You know, I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. right. Like you actually have to put in a lot of effort into these things. Yeah, our school is more like I don't know how to describe it. It's vibes. It's vibes. It's more akin to uh, kindergarten at times. Yes, I would say so. An applied, like not a trade school, but like it's an applied program. But it's yeah, it's almost the silliest application you could have. Mm -hmm. Like in terms of like going to school, it's great. I think that I've actually learned a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm confident the future is very bright. Exactly. Uh, I mean, should we start? We shot a short film a little while ago. Yeah, uh, we did the forty-eight hour film. Forty-eight festival. hour film festival. I, I still haven't seen it. The link oh, I work. should I should send it to you. <laughs> yeah. Or we could we could watch it even. Uh, it's oh quite yeah, terrible. That'd be but... dope. Oh, wasn't good. I mean, no, it's not okay. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. I think. Yeah, let's watch it, and then we'll um, talk about it. And I can actually Brown put was... it in the pod because oh, that'll be good. Yeah, that'd be great. Crown was confident we'd win, so I'm excited. Uh, you know, you'll see after after this, and then I'll tell you about the troubled editing production. Yeah, I don't I've told you about that yet. I was okay. um, yeah. Um, share screen. What were you gonna say? Sorry. Uh, I'll get into the production afterwards. I guess just about the the issues during production because it was <laughs> it was funny. It was interesting. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, very funny. All right, it's ready. It's live. Watch stream. Okay. Spy versus Guy. That's a great title. Thank you. Can you see it? Yes. Okay. So there's no audio at the beginning. Mm. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> is it is it lagging or is it supposed to be? It's a little choppy. Okay. Uh, yeah, because the handheld stuff is pretty hard. 
Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yep. Spy versus guy. <laughs> Little double audio for you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Obviously, you know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to put my myself in the shoes of someone who. There you are, Ethan Cameo. Yeah, Ethan Cameo. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you can really see the smoke there, huh? I know it. We even like tried to correct that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It was so bad, like in the initial cut. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's smoky. It's a period piece. Exactly. I'm liking the cinematography. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You weren't there for any of the banana stuff, right? Like the when we were sticking it in the door? No, no, no. I'm okay, you're in that. for a treat. You're in for a treat. <laughs> you can see someone walking their dog back there. Yep. Nice. A cameo. Yeah. Oh, here it, here it is. The money shot. Literally. <laughs> Best shot in the movie. That's great. I like that. POV. It's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, that board is so good. I still have it. I have it hanging in my room now. Good. Be worth a lot of money one day. I think so. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. The reveal. Here comes Sam. Pivotal role. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You know, that's pretty good. Pretty good for forty-eight hours. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. And uh, pretty fucking good. Not the most um, smooth production, I'll say, just because. In terms of the Red Deer Boys, yeah. Yeah, the Red Deer Boys dropped the ball a little bit. <laughs> little we we appreciated you guys being there. Yeah, but, uh, it did make the shoot a little more chaotic. I will say. Mm -hmm. So what happened was his first day, right? Writing went pretty well, I'd say, all things considered. Yeah, we got everything done, like, I think by 12, which mm -hmm. pretty reasonable time. for. I, for some reason, go going, 
I, for some reason, going into it, thought like we would not be sleeping and we'd just be grinding all night. So I, was I think that's myself. what we thought as well. Um, yeah. And then we just got everything done. Actually, I stayed up for another couple hours to like organize yeah. everything later. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So no. first night was we super smooth. Well, first, <laughs> first uh, writing phase of the night was super smooth. <laughs> I slept in the same bed that famous film actress Tantu Cardinal once slept in. That so is true. I watched the trailer for the upcoming Scorsese film, Killers yes. of the Flower Moon, like eight times. Good. good. So it's locked in. You get inspired. Oh, yeah. I felt the energy. For the next the day's work. work, which we would, yeah. I'm sure, all, all five of us. <laughs> Jake um, popped on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast with Alex Jones. <laughs> he watched that for an hour <laughs> nice. or so. Just giggling. It's it's yep. a giggle fest that one. Absolutely. And then I think like it was like five AM and I'm like yeah. half asleep and I get woken up by Jake and he says like he's been puking and he needs to go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> he, I wake up the next morning, he's just gone. And I honestly assumed I had dreamt that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> that was all in my brain, but yeah, poor he Jakey. texted. Yeah, poor Jakey. He texted me at five a.m. and was like, "Yo, I'm leaving." So I was <laughs> yeah. like asleep. So I like woke up to that. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he I lost a crew member. Quality. The air quality. Yeah, the air quality. Them. It was we also pretty we were bad. Eating, like it was really, really bad. Like it was actually yeah. dangerous to be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was um did not give me the best impression of Edmonton because it was not that bad in Red Deer. Um, no. But you said it was no, raining no. ash in Red Deer. Yeah, but like Edmonton, just the smoke felt so dramatic, like ridiculous. It had know. been that way for like a couple days already by the time you it, guys got there, like maybe felt, even a week. It felt like, apocalyptic. Yeah, it was um, It was really bad. Over my weekend in uh, Edmonton, I like crossed the entire city pretty much to get to Sherwood Park at one point. And we crossed this like industrial area with all these like yeah. smokestacks and all these like yeah. things that were shooting fire into the sky and it was yeah. the most like crazy looking sight with all the it's like smoke Blade Runner in there. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, felt, it, was, it looked dope honestly but no it's um, awesome I, I also had to make that drive on Thursday yeah. to go to work and it was, it was crazy see. just seeing yeah. all the smoke and shit crazy vibes why, why did you go to Sherwood Park um, First Grove well, I don't remember what you said We'll get to that part of the story. Okay. We're still on the film shoot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're it's Saturday, the day we're going to shoot everything. We're down a yeah. crew member. We're down Jake. Yeah. Um, I think, though, shooting <laughs> goes really well, like, yeah. overall. We take a little while to get started, but it's just because we're, you know, That's making sure we have everything we need. Your mother, Eat some food. I say, makes delicious hash browns. Oh, that's. I'm glad you like them. Very yummy. That's good. Great meal all, all around, I'll say. Lovely yeah. family. Thank you very much. Great home. 10 out of 10. Yeah. How did you, how did you find the experience of working with the... the oh, yeah. The Edmonton, the Edmonton, the Edmonton crew. crew. Great, great gang. Great, yeah. Great, great folk. Um, I, yeah, very kind, very creative, mm-hmm. very receptive, I'll say. Yeah. I feel like the whole atmosphere of that shoot was like really good, like really positive. Yeah. It felt like to me, like mm. everybody was throwing ideas out for what to do. And yeah, 
we had like, some there was pretty really key ideas exactly and there was really like no 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 bad ideas too yeah it's all kind of oh. like during the shoot i mean the writing was a little uh, more chaotic but the if shoot itself Matthew was, was really, there it, we wouldn't have finished we i don't think we would have finished. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Matto, but there's no way <laughs> yeah um yeah, it went great though. Um, I had to leave early, unfortunately, because yeah. But luckily, you'd already communicated this to us, so yeah, yeah, we knew, and we were able to kind of work around it. Pretty crazy coincidence, stuff. honestly. That just pretty crazy, yeah. Because Keegan's birthday was on the the twentieth of May, mm-hmm. and I had like for months known I'm going up in Edmonton, twenty fifth, twentieth, and twenty first, do some yep. stuff up there for his birthday, and then this just happened to line up beyond the 19th yeah so that was great just great little coming together yeah yeah and i felt bad leaving early but felt like we got a good chunk of like most of it done yeah like i think we kept shooting until like like nine so okay you left around four so wasn't too much after that i think we just Mm -hmm. did the other room and then outside stuff yeah it was good learning how to do sound and stuff never done sound and I think before it, your sound turned out pretty well i mean the outside stuff just because it's outside, yeah kind of. and also like how far trying to extend that thing that was yeah. tough man oh yeah it's oh. heavy right it's heavy like, yeah yeah it is heavy and it, it's luckily the same like system we use at school so yeah you had a little bit of familiarity yeah i'd never even used it at school so this was like my first drop in really it's great it sounded um, good. Like there was honestly, we had no problems with the sound at all, except for in editing. <laughs> mm. So we. So it looked choppy there. Was that because of the frame rate issues on the camera, or just because of like lagging no. the stream? Or well, like at the beginning, you mean the first? Because it yeah. after the title sequence, it should have been okay. But before then, we were like, we're gonna do it all handheld, like no sound, mm-hmm. and just because of the lens that we had was so. Uh, uh, like it was a zoom lens right so it was pretty yeah. close every yeah. like shake was really hard and mm. we were trying to do like walking backward shots okay and it was me and then gabe also on the camera and we both yeah. had pretty shaky hands clearly <laughs> yeah. so we tried to like stabilize it and do our best but just with the time allotment with the time allotment it kind of uh yeah it got really choppy there mm-hmm. it would have been those shots should have really been on a dolly but yeah or yundo yeah, not no gonna dolly. rent a dolly for this. Yeah, um, it was so, really cool yeah. though. All that equipment. Yeah, it was like hundred and fifty bucks. It's really it's cool, good. actually. Yeah, actually, Gabe has a camera now for like the rest of the summer. That's oh, similar shit. to the one we were using. So that's I think awesome. We're gonna start making shit. We were talking about doing a yeah. documentary on uh, Jehovah's Witness, just like following awesome. them around for a day. Be yeah, really to see what their life is like. I think it would be yeah. kind of fun. It'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to do more projects like that this summer. This one really got me fired yeah. up. Yeah, I got a few projects planned. Hell yeah. Let me know. I'll drive down to Red Deer. <laughs> yeah. I will be there. And then I'll leave um, halfway through shooting. Yeah. Customary, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, but yeah, overall 10 out of 10 experience. That's good. Yeah, I think it was a really good experience for me as well. And it was great yeah. to like jump back in with these people I'd made a few movies with before as well and be like, Okay, yeah. still got it, and we all know what we're doing now, <laughs> rather yeah. than like in years past, kind of not really knowing how to use cameras mm-hmm. and not having any real equipment. Yeah, um, it can be a little nerve wracking. 
when you Definitely. like combine two worlds of your life. It was a little nerve wracking. Yeah, I was like, uh, shit, like what do these what guys know? Happen? What could happen? Because I've will known Gabe and Elise for like ten years, right? Yeah, which is pretty yeah, crazy. Up that, yeah, yeah. I've uh, experienced that a little bit, not to the same extent, but like just introducing you to like mm. Keegan, Griffin, Caleb yep. soon. Yep. So I understand. Boys. Yeah. yeah the boys. It's uh, but it's kind of cool. It's good to combine worlds and see like it is. How also, they Michael go together. Michael. Michael. Yeah. Michael is like a whole other world. Though. That's a whole different <laughs> crazy. It's thing. Like a, it's a different multiverse. And the lore on Michael is ever expanding too, but I'm not allowed to get into that on the pod. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. There's actually so That's much exciting. lore I cannot get into on the pod for not safe legal for reasons. How well, many quails did know. you kill? Okay, no quails. No more quails. Well, no, I've, I haven't seen a quail since, is all I'll say. Because they've all been dead. <laughs> no, no, the, <laughs> the lore I'm referring to is about my workplace. There's some crazy lore oh, going yes. down. If I divulge in the restaurant, I think I could get in legal trouble, probably. So, and put it in on air probably wouldn't be a yeah a great idea. But maybe maybe like off the air, I'll tell you, or maybe like a year down the line. Maybe we'll I'll do another you. after dark sometime. Yeah, it's great lore though. It's so much get fun. Into it. Okay. All I'll say is it's the season finale of Moxie's, and it's great. Whoa! Are you quitting, yeah. or is it just like? Oh no no no! Okay. Just, I just the story arcs are coming to fruition and it's great. Everything is coming together. Yeah, it's great. I love to you love to see well, it. You just gave all our podcast listeners blue balls, but that's okay. I know. Sorry guys. You have to know me personally to get that lore. Yep. Sorry. One day. I one, one day. day I'll talk to every single fan. I'll tell them. If you come yeah. up to me on the street, it'll be great. You, you can know everything down. about we'll, me. We'll get some coffee and I'll give you the rundown. All yep. the deep lore. Critter Pit Live. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I'm glad production went well. Did you run into any issues with the like frame rate? Because that was an issue at one point in the production. Yes. Like... So yeah, we were shooting at 60 for some reason. Mm-hmm. That yeah. actually wasn't that big of an issue. We just had to speed it up like 250% okay. and then mm-hmm. it was golden. Like the it didn't affect. We were still able to put it at 24. Yeah. So that was good. The issue that we had was that when we were exporting it at like 5.50 and it was due at 6 mm-hmm. o'clock, it was coming through <laughs> with no audio. Like we were getting oh, nothing no. on the exported file. So we keep Shit. exporting it like five or six times and like just nothing is coming through. Oh, and so no. it's like 5.59 and we're like, fuck, we're going to have to upload a, a one without sound. So we yeah. do. And then we go on a walk and we're all defeated. Um <laughs> And I go home and I'm like, oh, I, I'll show my parents because like I have the link to it now. Yeah. And it has audio. It doesn't have the song <laughs> oh, at the beginning, Lord. but it has audio. So we we don't it's know what Christmas happened. Miracle. But yeah, Werner Herzog. He he blessed Werner us. Werner Herzog Memorial Crew. That's a great yeah. joke. I will say. I'm really me. excited. Yeah, we're gonna go oh, yeah. to Red Deer or not Red Deer uh, Okotoks to Damn. go watch it. Be sick. When is that? Uh, it's this Sunday. This so Sunday. All you, yeah, all you Okotoks fans, get out, show your Damn. support. If I didn't work, I'd gladly go up to Okotoks, but in another life, you know, I'm sure how it goes next year, and there'll be other film yeah. competitions you'll be oh, out yeah. at. I, I think yeah. it'll be fun, though. 
I'm looking at, at least Kimberly Gabe and I are going to go. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, could be cool. That's you have one of the projects, projects for it. Yeah, cool. I don't know if it'll fall under ten minutes, which is the requirements. But what's the project? I like how it it's sounds like, ambitious. Um, if you think it's going to be more than ten minutes, it's a it's well, you know me. I I indulge. I'm kind of like the I like to make the Babylon of short films. Yeah, he saw the perfect shot. That was that was a long, very movie. long. Yeah, but it was great. It was perfect. It was perfect. Hence the title. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like a horror thing. It's about like it's on a river, and I want it to be very like procedural, kind of, until it gets to like the horror elements, right? Kind of like to set the tone, you know? Yep. And I think it'll be cool. When's the when's the festival? Like, when are you hoping to have it done? Uh, no clue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Just Probably working on that. it. I'm yeah. still working on something for the uh, the one minute festival thing. That's due really soon, I think, isn't it? June 18th. Okay, you got a bit of time. So I got plenty of time, and uh, and the shooting's all going to be like in my house, so it's not okay. Tough. Yeah. yeah, and you don't need to worry about sound. Oh no. Which is nice. Or color, because I'm doing like a noir thing. Woohoo. But you still need to worry about shadows. There's still a lot. Yeah. Shadows are easy, though. Get out. Yeah. Light is naturally the easiest thing about movies. So easy. <laughs> that you I know learned. when That's something I learned doing the recreate lighting project. So yeah. easy. That's something that we learned from young, is that yeah. lighting is just really easy. Just get a yeah. light meter. So easy. Still in disbelief. Lighting's a bitch, man. Lighting is. I want to be so good at it. I want to keep practicing and just like figure it out because it's so. It's so foreign still. I know, but it's so instrumental. (laughs) It's like probably the most important part, really. Like getting good lighting. lighting. The layman thinks lighting in film. Can you see the actor's face? But -hmm. it's just like. There's so much you can do with it with textures and shadows, right? Yeah, and, and hues and colors. It's lighting crazy. tells you so much about a character too. Like mm-hmm. it's it's incredible. Speaking of yeah. universal classic horror monsters, you know, they're all lit in a very specific way to yeah. create that like monster look. I know. Like Hannibal Lecter a little bit in Silence of the Lamps. A little bit. Um I just but got a text from Troy. He's at work. He can't come. Oh. Damn. We spilt this whole thing around him, but that's great. Shit. What a guy. Oh, well. That's okay. We'll have Troy on Troy on some other time. Yeah. We announced our very special guest that's coming on sometime soon. Do we know what episode he's on for? I don't remember, but oh. he said he will be. Um, we have a very... David. We've, we've, we've been building this character up for a long time. David's coming on. And Let me see. I'm a little nervous, honestly, because I have no idea how this will go because he's gonna watch shock corridor episode 19 Ooh, exciting samuel fuller right yep nice. samuel fuller yeah that's exciting i'm yeah. nervous <laughs> because we don't know who david is this is the first real guest like it's just yeah a guess. we um, don't know who he is i thought he was yep. sam's friend for the longest time nope don't know him at all yeah i just so... asked him to come on and he no i didn't even ask him to come on he like he knew about the podcast Wait, so how did the interaction happen? I slid into his DMs. Like, I I messaged him back from, like, one of his stories. 
okay. and then we started oh, that's talking. Your classic. That's the Sam classic right there. The Sam Gambit, <laughs> as I call it. Because it. it's so low stakes. It's great. I should start doing um, that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, yeah. It's great. And then it's low stakes. And then we just started talking, and he's coming on. He's coming and on. And he knew about Critter Pit. He knew about Critter Pit. Wow. I think because he follows us both on Letterboxd. Yeah, so he likes all my reviews now, too. Like, he's, he's awesome. the best. I love this he's probably and- he's probably the number one fan because he's like a natural Ooh, fan too. Yeah, like that's he true. literally Not doesn't like know either of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he has good reviews too, I'll say. Yes. Very good reviews. His review from Cleo five to seven made me feel really smart talking about it later that day after we watched let me, it. Let me see if he has anything to say about silence. Surely. He's probably seen should- this film. That should be like a site, like something we always do. Like, what does David say about this? Yeah, film? what's David's review? It's like a little segment. That'd be fun. David gives it nine out of ten, but he has nothing to say. Nothing to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sometimes you just have nothing to say. Yeah, sometimes a movie leaves you speechless. Yeah. Like, which is not good for a podcast. Like Blackberry. Fast X. Or, or wait, oh. no. We're, We're still on Edmonton, I forgot. Uh, Edmonton. What else do I have to say about Edmonton? How was the Arctic Rim? Oh, so cool. So cool, man. Probably not worth $600 for a night, but <laughs> I didn't pay, so that's sick. Yeah, that's what matters most. So cool. There's a jacuzzi in there, bro. Sick. My lord. It was me, McDougal, and Keegan in the jacuzzi. We got room service. And might I say, room service is one of the finest things in this life. Absolutely. Nothing makes you feel more like a king than getting a charcuterie board and a bottle of wine directly to your room. <laughs> Good yep. lord. We're the whole time we were just we we're getting pretty Kings. drunk and we were just hitting so many Sopranos quotes. I was the only one in that jacuzzi who had even seen it. But they just picked they were, up like natural. Yeah. And we were like talking about work drama and real life stuff just all through the lens of the Sopranos. It was we were so <laughs> lost in the sauce and we let me tell you, we have saluted like everything. It was salute like, what, like thirty what, times easily. What do you mean salute? Like you just saluted? It's like other? um, that's something. No, no, no. It's something in Sopranos. They'll do like a toast and then they go salute. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And we did that to Dally. like everything, pretty much. Nice. So yeah, that was a great little. That's like that feels like the send off of my Sopranos arc. I don't know. You're done. I'm, um, you're done with Tony? I don't know. I'm moving on a bit. You're gonna I'm have to change on. your Discord guy. No, but that's such a funny image. You have to do it Ugh. if if no, the Sopranos lore is over. I think Sopranos lore is, will permanently be part of my life. But now I'm I'm moving on to newer things. I think I'm thinking I'm, I'm kind of getting into the Silence of the Lambs universe right now. I think after watching this film, have you but, seen any of the other? Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's going to be... I have a lot to say. Okay. But yeah. Um, but yeah, the jacuzzi was great. Sopranos was great. Got to see my old chef. That's why I was crossing the city to Sherwood Park. Nice. So it felt like it felt like a Sopranos weekend. We were getting the nice hotel room, the jacuzzi, the room service. We went to this very nice restaurant where we got free desserts, three-course Ooh, meal. Nice. Our, like, he like came to our table personally to deliver our food. Our That's old insane. head chef. It was great. Incredible. What restaurant was this? This chopped. Very uh, nice. Yes. Place. Classy. It was very nice bathroom. I wanted to get a video for Graham, but 
That's where he's about <laughs> getting kicked out. You sent a video of my bathroom to Grant. I know. He loved it. Yeah. That's good. It's one of my it's one of my favorite parts of my life at the moment is uh bathroom reviews with Graham. Uh yeah, it's that's fun. one of the many perks of Graham. He'll review yeah. all bathrooms. <laughs> he just he has a passion. So Edmonton E Town, as I call it. Yeah. Smoke City. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten? Just because of the Great. smoke? Yeah. Uh, Aiden, you gotta come at you gotta come at a non-smoky time. I'm actually going there um in July. Oh, shout out! Yeah, what are you gonna what are you doing there? We should hang. I'm out. seeing um Theo Vaughn, bro. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love Theo. Are you going with Jake? I don't know. I just impulsively bought the tickets, so I'm okay. going by myself. I don't know. <laughs> you just Whatever. have you just have one ticket. You're gonna go. Yes, it's only ninety nice. bucks, so not bad. I, that's that's kind of a lot of money. It's like a whole like festival thing, though. Okay, like, do you know where he's comedians. playing? Um, it's like the Great Outdoors Festival. It was like, give me a second here. Da-da, I think da-da. a normal park would be Horlack Park for that kind of thing, but that's closed. So, Kinsman Park. Okay, nice. That's pretty- Nice. Yeah. I just I love Theo. a little bit more of the city. Theo is so funny, man. He's just and I was thinking, fuck it, man. I gotta just live. Do it. All. Gotta live. Shout out. That'll be so, a lot yeah. of fun, I think. Let me know when yeah. you're in town. Yeah, I should say what's up. Yeah. Cause I wanna take you. There's this sick DVD store that I found. Nice. I told well, you guys to go to you. And they have like, so many criterions and just a whole bunch of other oh stuff God. too. It's incredible. Yeah, that like it's at like six thirty or something. So okay, early start. Yeah, I'll see what's up. We should plan something. It'll be dope. Definitely, E-town. definitely. Maybe I'll, you'll get that E Town rating up a little bit from a Nate. We'll <laughs> or it'll be really smoky again. He'll just be yeah. Like, <laughs> Speaking of. Natural disasters. I just got a tornado warning. So if, really? I, uh, if I die here, if I just disconnect. Just know I'm getting uh, well, no, twisted. That'll be fun. Yeah, Film it. That would be just fun. Just start taking video. That's true. Film life, baby. Yep. It's all, okay. all film. Everything. So Edmonton debrief. Cross that off the list. Jacuzzi hijinks. Cross that off the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Water park. I got to talk about the water park. Love the water park. Love the water park. It was packed. Really? It was packed. I guess it was, it was the May long weekend, weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was fucked, man. I felt like I was storming the beaches going into the wave pool, <laughs> man. It was crazy. Did you and get like, like elbowed and stuff? Because I, I Oh, dude, we got more than elbowed. We were getting yeah. fucking smoked by heat missiles. Like those, <laughs> uh, those tubes, we were getting smoked. Yeah, yeah. It was some of the most fun I'd have in a moment, man. We would just try to get up as close as possible. Like, yep. I looked over at one point right before I got just dogged by that wave. I saw a dude just get like slammed between two tubes. <laughs> no, it was brutal. Ripping we uh, we decided to start striking back, and we as they'd hit us, we'd like push up and try to flip them. So that was fun. That's a good um, idea. Did you flip yeah. any? A few, yeah. It was satisfying. Nice. Yeah, it's just like six-year-old kids on them. <laughs> I like just... headbutted a few dudes, dude. Not oh, yeah. on like purpose, but like it gets brutal. That's Edmonton, and, uh, man. Edmonton's hard. Did I ever tell you my um concussion story at West Edmonton Mall? 
Yeah, that you just went into yeah. the bathroom and like, yeah, yeah. finally we're dying. That was one of my lowest moments. And I was, was there terrified. I was terrified. There was one point where I got sucked under the waves and it was I got hit by another wave while still like submerged. And that's the danger zone. That's really yeah. dangerous, actually. Well, especially like the lifeguards, like they're not gonna do anything. They can't see. Oh, like, we had a great bit. We had a great bit, right? The lifeguards yeah. would always be like yelling at people to not go near yep. the line. And we were still deep in the Sopranos like sauce, right? So we go we go, Oh, we're nowhere near the line. This is an anti Italian discrimination. <laughs> So that was great. That's really fun. Um, yeah. Threading what was your favorite? What was your favorite slide? Oh, I love the pink one, man. I love the pink one. The spinny one. The loop one that you just get dropped oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Toilet bowl is a classic. a lot of fun. I love the but toilet I, bowl. Like, but like with the pink one, right? As I was in there, waiting in there. And I love how like they weigh you before like getting on there. You feel like a, a pig going to the slaughter. I don't know. <laughs> And then great, they put you, I, yeah, in like a little compartment. Like a, I had like the most down. intense experience on that thing, though, because I got on there. And right before we got on there, there was this like literal like infant man who they were about to send down on this other slide by itself. <laughs> because like up there, right, you see the entrance to this other slide, right? It's yeah. right next to each other. And there's just an infant there about to put down this thing. And we're like, we're, they're not just going to put that infant down the slide. That looks like a newborn. Like, what are they doing? And the whole time, right? Like, we're watching this. And the lifeguard's like looking around for somebody. Like, what do I do? Do I just send this kid down? Yeah. And as I get in the slide, I see the kid just go down. And I'm he like, did what it. the fuck? I start stressing out because I'm like, can't he's going to die. Yeah. And then I get dropped and it's terrifying. And as I get dropped and look down, just I get striked by the imagery of uncut gems. The, uh, <laughs> prostate the prostate scene from that film. Yeah. yeah. So I, it was an amalgamation of emotions, man. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It was There's crazy. a lot going on in your brain. A lot. Moment. Well, it, it was a lot. Yeah. But it was very fun. Very fun. So yeah. I get back to the water park sometime. I've not E-town, been probably since like grade nine. Man. Really? Damn. I've been more yeah. than you. Quite a bit more than you actually. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I just at say, the mall. On Monday, though. Nice. Got so fucking lost in that place. Yeah. Trying to find Keegan and McDougal. Got so lost. It's big, but it's not like that confusing. It's just like three hallways. It's very confusing. I put on No Sleep Till Brooklyn, and I'm like, okay, the song's hype. I can find my way. Yeah. You know, I just explored this entire mall with Jake the other day. You should should know every corner. I got so lost. Did you I see like the whale? Like the whale. Yeah, dude. I'd never seen that whale before. It used to be much more prominent. Now they kind of hit it. Yeah, I like came upon that. And I've been in West Edmonton Fall like a dozen times. And I'm like, I've never seen this thing before. Did you go in its I'm mouth? St- it says not to go. Like, climb. Oh, what? It. Yeah, but there was like. You still just like to go on the mouth. It. Yeah. There were kids in there anyways, so. Don't think, and it would be like so dark. You could like go really deep in there. Oh yeah, just get bored. Yeah, I mean, I was always a little kid when I did that, but it was spooky. I remember. Maybe I'll need to make a trip up to Edmonton to do that. I think that's a good reason to come. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's the full debrief on E Town. Yeah, overall, good time. 
Overall, good time. Great time. What's that? My worlds were combined. And oh, yeah. Got on some fun water slides. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good A little time. bit of film. I saw Fast X as well in IMAX. Yeah. First, first film I ever saw in IMAX. Yeah, um, and you, you didn't know what IMAX was. Yeah, I always assumed AVX was IMAX. But we, no, we don't even have IMAX in right here. So. Were you amazed by how big the screen was? You were like, <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. they make them this big? I got the, the car tin, which is pretty dope. And the car. Yeah, and you got three posters too. My microphone. Just give me a second. Ah, Phil, yeah. Phil, Phil, Phil. You get a free poster with IMAX, which is dope. Jake still has mine, which is a shame. And then he goes, you go knock on his door and break some kneecaps. You know what I mean? Do it. You don't get always get a free poster with no? the IMAX movie. No. Sounds like Fast X was just unique. I wanted to grab one for you, but Jake didn't like that idea of just grabbing call multiples so oh well yeah great movie i really loved it i don't know thought it was great i'm a i'm a <laughs> fast and furious i'm a fast and furious diehard and i think that film it hit all the beats you know a fast and furious freak if you will yeah it's a fucking silly franchise and it was silly what else more do you need you know it was silly took itself too seriously Vin diesel like over glorifies himself like that's everything i want personally you know, yeah. Uh, honestly, on, like, yeah. The biggest cliffhanger, dumbest reveals. That's all I want. It's awesome. Have, have you been watching any of the like behind the scenes, like the press of not behind the scenes, just the press of Vin Diesel, oh, like, Michelle I've, I've Rodriguez? Seen They're Almost insane. The Oscars, yeah. <laughs> and that that's all. That makes it even better, man. It does. They they take this these movies so seriously. I don't think oh, they've seen so other great. movies. Like I know, like it's incredible. It's a, it's a religion to them. It is. It feels like a cult. Like the way I'm that the actors cult. talk about it. I'm in that cult, bro. You're you're I feel like the numbers are few because this movie has not been doing incredibly well. No. <laughs> no. I, uh it costs like almost four hundred million dollars to make, I think. No. Like it's, it's a crazy insane. big movie. There's some, I think there's some really fun action in it though. Yeah, but apparently not enough. Yeah, let's see. Three hundred and forty million dollar budget. Ooh. And so far, it's made five hundred and forty-two million dollars back. And so maybe it's uh, made its money back, but it's hard to say with like marketing and stuff. I wonder if you broke the numbers down, which would be a bigger loss, this or Irishman? Probably Irishman, right? (laughs) I can't imagine Irishman made any money. Uh, It won my heart, though. Irishman has also won my heart. It's very good. It's just really. Like it's a very, very, very good movie. I just wish they maybe Whoa. made it like fifty years ago, right? Like, not 50, are you like revealing this for ago. the first time here, Pit Live? That you've not seen the light. I'm not an Irishman hater necessarily. I just think you. Mm. It's they're they're so old. Also, I I love Martin Scorsese now. I I'm yeah like fully yeah. Into him. Um, I watch. I was watching him talk about just uh production of the film and why he chose to tell the story from the perspective he chose and how he was like speaking with Osage members and yeah how he like and I, I think it's gonna slap and I think it's gonna be very respectful. I think I think so too. Be really great. And it, it seems like they changed a lot like during the production of the movie mm-hmm. too because of these yeah. consultations he had, which is really like kind of cool to hear. They're, they're they're not telling it from the FBI's perspective anymore, which is great. Yeah, which is really good. 
told it said it'd just be a boring story you know yeah it'd be the same right we've seen yeah. that kind of movie so many times like he, he's telling it from such a, like a morally complex angle this time which i love it's like I'm um so excited for this movie it's like leo's character is like trying to i don't know if he is but like his uncle is de niro right the greedy like mm-hmm. land baron who's trying to get him to marry the the native princess pretty much to like steal their fortune right well, yeah, so I think the story is kind of that, like, the Osage were able to take, like, or actually have claim over the land in that area. Oh, yeah. Where there was a yeah, lot yeah. of oil, right? So then when all of these, like, Osage elders they got were dying, and their daughters, rich. yeah, and then their daughters would be inheriting this wealth. It's when all the old white men went, came in to swoop them up. That's crazy, man. And then, obviously, oh, you know, all the watched, um, chaos. That would I watched receive. a short doc on it. It's a crazy time of history that I'd, I'd never even heard about. It's crazy. This is, um, it was the founding of the FBI or something. This event. It is, yeah. Yes. That's crazy, man. It's like American history. It is. Damn. I'm really, I'm, I'm so, this is my most hyped yeah. movie of the year, for sure. Right? Like. I was so hyped on Dune Part 2, but like. Fuck, I'm hyped on Dune Part Two, but there's it can't be better than this. I think, like it, uh, it'll be. Yeah, this good, is like Scorsese. Like, this is gonna be peak Scorsese. I this think. is, I think, like a masterclass in like, cinema. He, like he, like hearing him talk about cinema and where he's at in his life. Like it, it's weird to say for such a prestige director, but like he, it feels like he's matured so much, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it's great, like seeing a man like at that age, eighty years old, just still learning, still growing, you know, still like accepting change and trying to grow and be better in his craft. Like you see so many filmmakers who just stagnant. Exactly. Get comfortable. Mm -hmm. But no, and then he's making a movie about Jesus next. (laughs) I know. About as opposite as you could get, I think. But I I, like seeing how we tackle Jesus's subject matter earlier, though. I'm very excited. It'll be cool to see how he's doing it. Like it's almost 40 years later, right? Or not 30 years later. Like. Uh, that'll be on my cool. shelf you can see when did this come out uh, 1988 so yeah it's been yeah. a while 35 years damn yeah Scorsese's one of the goats it will be a very sad day when he passes yeah uh, yeah I don't think he will I think he'll live forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too I'm gonna try to watch all his movies this summer before that one comes out yeah be cool I just discovered like a Scorsese movie I'd never heard of before, like the one Mm. with Nicolas Cage in it. I never heard of it. That's the coolest poster I've ever seen in my life. Like that. I love that poster so much. Are you done with the letterbox one? Yeah. Like with the red? Yeah. Yeah. And the cross. It's great. It is. It is awesome. I love that. Yeah, man. Uh, And he's done a lot of documentary work, which I wasn't familiar with mm-hmm. and he's like, a lot like of, it um, seems like he musical a lot of world cinema as well yeah like, definitely really um, cool. he is big for like african cinema and stuff have you listened and, to his um a24 podcast he's got one of those yeah it was with um i think it was when you sent me i watched a yeah long maybe time ago. It, it's so good and it's just yeah. like he watches so many movies too i know like, he's the best and Fuck. he's so like happy to see like new movies. I know. And like, it and just uplifts so, people. How exciting, he, or how excited he is about them too. It's just crazy. Yeah. He's like 80 and he's still so excited about what's going on. There's Instead a reason just everyone loves like, Marty. 
Yeah, exactly. Instead of just being like, oh, it's all the old old movies that are yeah best. yeah you, you see him like see like he says of course cinema is in a bad place at times but mm-hmm. you also see him actively trying to better it by uplifting different voices which is so exactly cool, you know and i feel like, like i don't know i maybe i shouldn't be speaking to this but like a tarantino or something where <laughs> it seems like he's just constantly like ripping on like wes new, anderson new movies or i don't hear wes anderson i i thought you were gonna say just gang stagnant style oh no no i yeah I mean, is he like? What do you think his new movie is going to be good? Wes, yeah. I, I'm not super familiar with Wes. I just like to hate on him. I don't know why. <laughs> You're a hater. I just He's got some fun the movies. Dialogue. They're quirky. I can't believe I hadn't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's crazy. That is actually insane. We got to get Nick on so he can make fun yeah. of me for that. I know. Just dog on me a bit. Yeah. Good movie though. It's a good yeah. one. I like Grand Budapest quite a bit. Yep. Just don't know what it is. It's his quirky. His characters are all very. They're like characters, you know. Like you never, yeah. you never forget that you're watching a movie when you watch a Wes Anderson movie, which is, I think, yeah. part of the appeal. But yeah, yeah they're all storybooks or something. I don't exactly. Know. You know, like like Baron Munchkin or something, where Munchausen. Yeah. You're just watching a silly little One of story. these days, I need to have a proper sit down, watch some Wes Anderson, and formulate an actual opinion on him. <laughs> like, Definitely. not just, I'm grasping at straws. I think you'll them. like um, Tannenbaums, Royal Tannenbaums. It's really good. I just hope the aliens are scary in Asteroid City. I think that would be so cool and so new for him. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted be. him to direct the Shining sequel, like the Doctor Sleep. That would be fascinating. Because you can Cause tell so a, much of his style comes from like The Shining. It's yeah, and a very quirky book. I've read uh, Doctor Sleep. Very quirky mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, compared to The Shining. So I think it would have been really interesting to see. Yeah, oh, like vampires. Yeah, it's quirky. Very quirky. It would still need to cool watch him in a new Doctor genre. Who's pretty good? Mike <laughs> Flanagan is it? Yeah. And they don't CGI Nicholas or not uh, Jack Nicholson. They just put a different <laughs> actor in his role. Mm. But you see why that works with the Irishman is because it's like old people trying to like regain their youth through their memories, but they're all still old. It's great and actually intentional. Yeah, but only one brilliant. of them is old. It's actually all brilliant and all <laughs> intentional. It's all intentional. Martin, all I'll say, just hired younger actors. I would have understood. In thirty, in thirty years, when they're all gone, you'll appreciate it. You're giving them thirty years. <laughs> Come on, let me believe. <laughs> let me hope. <laughs> they're gonna all be 110 years old. I'm giving that timeline because then I can work with them <laughs> at some point. Okay. Okay. You see that uh, Al Pacino? This is breaking news. Al Pacino said yeah. another kid. With his Good 29-year-old Lord. girlfriend. <laughs> Do you see that that girl dated Mick Jagger as well? I, oh, good for her, I guess. She just has a type. Old oh. man. I feel like that kid's going to be fucked up, though. Like, mentally, probably, but, like, physically. Aren't you going to be well, born with something if you have that old of decaying genes in you? Is that how that I don't works? think that's how it works. No? No. No, I think that uh, men are good to go, no matter what. Old people make bad offspring? Question mark. 
Well, old Doing men. Some... It's it. The woman is only twenty nine. Um, older paternal age may be harmful to the offspring's health in terms of genetic mutations. Huh? Well, would you look at that? Some Telom- telomere length. Interesting. Nice. Well, poor yeah. kid. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, never... I mean, it'd be cool in the way, like you know, he his father will be around forever. He can just watch. Uh, yeah, Heat for I a wa- thousand. Yeah, time. I watched Heat for the first time. So good, dude. So I have. Good. I've only seen the beginning of that movie, but man, what a bad. Gotta watch it. I've seen the Crimes of Grindelwald or whatever the one where they <laughs> have like the heat scene. Wait, what do you mean? There's a scene in the third Fantastic Beasts movie where <laughs> no. um, Dumbledore and Grindelwald just like sit at a cafe and they talk, and that's Bro, uh, that's from Heat, like right? The scene, yeah, like the scene from Heat. Oh, Heat we're the reference. same person, Al Pacino. We're the same person, Al Pacino, and we'll never stop doing what we're doing because we like it, Al Pacino. And I'm De Niro. I'm and Robert like De Niro. I'm good at what I do. That and is such a good cast. Oh yeah. Al Kilmer, De Niro, Al Pacino, the guy Buffalo Bill's in that one. First time I've ever seen Buffalo Bill in a different film. Let's go. He's he's like yeah. a character actor, isn't he? He's in a lot of yeah. Movies, I think. He's really funny in that movie. He's very funny in uh, this movie, Silence of the Lambs. He is. I, I was but just not, laughing every time. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're still we're still I, talking. Pacino. I really I really want to talk about Blackberry. Have we not talked we about Blackberry? No, I wanted to last episode. The last episode was so chaotic that it was insane. We couldn't really get it in. I yeah. love Blackberry. Blackberry was so dope, dude. I really liked it. What do you think of Blackberry? Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's, I mean, it's very chaotic. It's really cool to see like Canadian film and it's filmmaker. Such a Canadian show. So good. So Canadian. Canadian filmmaker, Canadian story, shot in Canada, Canadian actors, Jay Baruchel, Michael Ironside. Matt, what's his it. name? Matt Johnson? Matt Johnson, like, director. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, so have you ever watched Nirvana movie. the show? No, I haven't, but it's that's great. next to my yeah. watch list because I just been all his other movies. He's great. His, um, I really like his other movie too, um, the Apollo one. Operation Avalanche. So yeah, cool, that was my man. introduction to him, and I was like, that's whoa. A- that's a crazy movie, man. Like, it is. It's awesome. I love a movie that just like lies, that just like puts forward something that didn't happen. You know, I think and this movie does a- that too. <laughs> you think so? Uh, I mean, there's that big disclaimer at the beginning of Blackberry that's like, these people um, are real, but this is these are fictitious events. Really? Yeah, I've never seen that before even, in a movie. That kind of I don't even remember that. It stuck out yeah. to me. Yeah. But I love his style of just like it's not as like apparent in this movie. Like it's more of just like the way it's shot. But like in his older movies, like The Dirties too, it like combines like real life footage, like documentary and style, mm-hmm. into like this narrative filmmaking. Yeah, and it's great. Um, it's it's not as evident in Blackberry either. But like in his first two movies, there's like crazy tone shifts. Like, and I love it. Like in um, yeah. Operation Avalanche, just that spoilers for this film, but like the suicide that happens or it's quote crazy. unquote suicide, such a dramatic tone shift. 
Yes. Like, it's a comedy all the way through. Just such a goofball comedy, right? Yeah, because well, we should maybe explain the plot because it, it's about like the how they mm. think the Apollo missions. It's like presented as a documentary on how. Yeah, they, yeah, um, and it, it like has all the like stylistic like film qualities. It's really cool. Yeah, it looks and, like they um, shot it on old film. Mm-hmm. It looks really nice from what I remember, and it's great, and it's a comedy. Yeah, through and it, through at the start. Yeah, and and. Uh, it just she escalates to the point where, like, the U.S. government basically, as they do, turn their back on them and, you know, start trying to erase the evidence pretty much of the faked moon landing. Yep. His buddy gets fake suicided. It, and it's just a crazy Every tone shift. Yep. And, like, th- that whole bit with Stanley Kubrick in that film, so cool, man. Yeah, really, the way like, they did that, like, they, because that's yeah. real footage of Kubrick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like him. And they, like, they shoot it in just like that pinhole out of a suitcase, right? Yeah. And they um, composite Matt Johnson over it. It's so cool. Yeah. And they go on the set of 2001. It's the coolest shit. When you watch 2001, you, I understand why people would be like, they totally could have faked the moon landing. That movie yeah, so honestly. Like, that space like, stuff is so good. You watch that movie in IMAX and you see like people composited into the like space station. It's yeah. so cool. Like ah, just, Kubrick, man. Not the best man, but maybe the best filmmaker. I think so. I agree on that. His <laughs> filmography are... just through and through is like, yeah, just an innovator. You can't even be like, oh, he, he's like, you know, Tarantino who made like the same kind of film, the film with the same tone like a billion times. Mm-hmm. Cooper, every one of Kubrick's movies is completely different. Yeah. And he's innovating technologically, you know, yeah. the styles and uh, like things he's doing is great. Yep. Like, I think the, the great Kubrick quote that I saw recently was like, you spend months like planning and writing a movie, like you're not just going to do five takes, right? Like mm-hmm. spend time shooting. Like, And I like that. I do. Maybe it's not hard, to though. the point of abusing actors, but definitely yeah. like feel a scene out a bit. I like that philosophy. Abusing actors to the point where they don't, it's not acting <laughs> anymore, where they're just like living that. They have lifelong psychological damage. I love it. The Shining's so good, though. It's worth I know. It. He's the best. Yeah. His films are so good. They're so so good. are Matt Johnson's. I love yeah. Matt Johnson's films. I but also watch Matt his Johnson's first films film. belong to a particular style. Oh, yeah. Um, Not like Kubrick. It's just changing stuff, obviously. But like, but Matt Johnson is still so young. Like, it's, it's incredible. And Matt Johnson is also, like, it's bold, you know? Like, this is, like, really embracing... Like the new era, I feel of like of information, like mm-hmm. of misinformation too, and just doing his own thing with it, doing his own spin on it. Like, exactly. Are you familiar with the Dirties? His first film? No, no, I'm not. It's crazy, man. I'm not gonna spoil what happens, but that one also has a really crazy tone shift, and I don't think it works nearly as well as Operation Avalanche. It feels much more like, yeah, like younger, more immature, but like it's very bold and crazy. Um. Definitely watch that one. Definitely. And Blackberry's great. And Black I love seeing great. like his style translated to like a bigger budget, bigger scope, you know? Like because yep. I think that documentary chaotic feel works in this film's advantage so much. Just with like especially that like powerhouse performance from Glenn Powerton just yep. going crazy. Like he is he steals the show. He nailed it. Were yeah. you surprised Michael Ironside is still alive? <laughs> 
<laughs> a little bit. <laughs> when little I saw bit. his name, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. He's a guy you only see in like 80s movies. 80s movies, kind yeah. Of. Yeah. But he's I love like, it, man. He's yeah, barely he's in, in it, but. I feel like he was great. like the staple of, I don't know, this last semester, like all the movies we were watching. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was so great to see him. And he looks no, great. He does. And he's great in this. I love Super his role. Intense. Of just stomping out fun. Yeah. Just get whip cracking the no whip. No more fun for you. No more. You movies. gotta work. I um I saw this with Jake, and Jake really loved Matt Johnson's character in this. He is cracking <laughs> up, watching Doug up there. Yeah, the laid back. And he's so funny. Matt Johnson's such a talented com- comedic actor. Like yes, just his facial expressions he pulls that face he does of just like. His bottom look will be like half open, right? And he'll yeah. just like blankly stare at you. Like it's so funny, dude. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Especially that character combined with Glenn Powerton's insane energy. So yep. good, dude. Like just complete opposite characters. Even opposite yeah. to Jay Burr. Like all of the characters were so great in this. And And I'll say I hated Jay Bear show before this. I really did. I found him so annoying. But this redeemed him a bit. He was really good in this. He's kind of the main character in this, but it doesn't feel like he's in it that much. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. (laughs) He's like the architect, you know? Exactly, yeah. built all this, and then he's at the end, kind of stapling it at the end. He doesn't, he can't move forward. Like I know. And I thought it was, like, they did such a good job of just having, like, arcs for the characters. I thought, like, real subtle things. Like, Doug, of course, gets, like, thrown to the side which is like something i noticed happens in all three of his films it's always about friendships dissolving in the end yeah which is sad but it worked out for Doug in the best way yeah honestly that end staple he yep. did very well with himself in life it's awesome but yeah with um glenn powerton's character just his like he just did it to like get into the nhl pretty much which is yep. like so much fun it's such a fun like twist I don't know if that's real or not, but like, I think that is oh, real. Oh, that's great! Great narrative, narrative right there. I loved yep. it. I um, loved it as well. I mean, yeah, it, you, the whole time you're like, oh, I'm rooting for them. Like, how's it going to end? Like, mm-hmm. you know how it ends. Yeah, but you're like, you want you to know see Apple Blackberry comes work. in. You know, Blackberry gets phased out. Yep. You yeah, yeah. Blackberry just starts sucking, and <laughs> I know you see it. But like, you they they founded the smartphone craze, though, right? Yeah. Shout out Canada. Shout out Canada. Canada. Fuck. But yeah, really great performances. I was really shocked by that. Just how good the performances were in this. Yeah. So good. Really. Matt Johnson. You think um, Glenn Powerton will get uh, Oscar Dome? Any kind of award recognition? No. 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 They didn't release it in the right season. Like, why did they release it now? It feels like it could be an awards movie. It could be. Feels kind of like I might like this more than Social Network, honestly. Like, I just love the energy it has. Yeah, it's like from start to finish, it is like running. Like, I like Social Network. I watch that movie. I like it, but I never feel like super into it, you know. And then I've seen it a few times now. I've only seen, seen it once. And yeah, yeah I, I wasn't super into it, honestly. Um, this movie, like the characters, just great. And the score, Grab I forgot to mention the score. Fuck, the score is so yeah, good. Yeah, the score is really, really good. They like um, incorporate uh, dial-up noises and like mm-hmm. early phone internet stuff into it. It's so cool. Such a brilliant score. It's composed by, I think, 
the guy who stars opposite of Matt Johnson in Nirvana Band, the show. Because yeah, he is yeah, he's a composer in the show as well. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's um, really cool. I'm very excited to see Matt Johnson where he goes. I think this will let him get bigger stuff yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. Because everybody his style loved it. is already so unique and like vivid, you know? Like yeah. what he's bringing to the film community. It's not unique because like, like yeah, all I mean, of this Chris kind of, Domi does stuff like yeah. this, right? Even like mockumentary format isn't necessarily yeah. like, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's so cool. Like Spinal Tap, like we just watched. Yep. Um, but what Matt Johnson does in, is he like incorporates like some real life stuff into that, like re- even incorporating like real life footage, like kind of like yep. prank quote unquote style stuff into it. It's yep. really interesting. It's like, well, it's like a mockumentary, but like in the same way, like Jackass is like a mockumentary. Where yeah. It's like, it almost makes fun of the form. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. And Matt Johnson kind of likes Scorsese. He just has this like infectious love of film, you know? Yes. And that like yeah. permeates all his work, um, especially in the dirties. It's almost like overwhelming in the dirties. How yeah. much just like film reference and pop culture is in it. But like, it's dope. He loves his shit. Like, here's what I'll say. You ever hear of Irreversible? Gaspar nope. Noé film? Well, that's like referenced in like the first five minutes of the dirties. And that's like a very <laughs> disturbing, <laughs> fucked up film. And he like references like a specific scene from it. So it's like, okay, Matt, go off. We see you. You know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not I'm really cool. excited to see what he does next. Yeah, he's only 37. Damn, great. Dude. I uh, watched a podcast with him forever ago, long before I'd even seen any of his work, where he talks about like his influences and what he likes in life, like in like film. I mean, yeah, it's great. Highly recommend that episode of Sardonicast if anyone out there wants to get to know Matt Johnson a little better. Yeah, I will. I do want to get to know him a little better. I'll listen yeah. to that. Who watch a after fake. Okay, before you watch that though, because okay. that's the film they're discussing, and that film is very like similar to his style an orson welles film okay cool fascinating stuff he's got more than one movie who would have thought yeah shocking (laughs) right uh what were you gonna say sorry uh who would you say your your film influences like right now oof give me three it could either be three movies or like three directors Uh, one of each or whatever hmm. well I, i really love horror so I'll say Cronenberg for horror. I love what he does with like body horror and just, I love his style of storytelling and just like weaving in all these like different factions and groups and plots, just wrapping stakes up. I love that. Yeah. Um, love that. Um, I haven't really done much like this in my work because let's be honest, I haven't really done anything at this point in my life. But well, like, of course, love the Critter Pit podcast. Yeah, but like Safety Bros, I'd love to do something like that. I love how they build yeah. tension, how they're able to do that. Love to emulate something like that. And um, I'll say Matt Johnson, <laughs> just because <laughs> I love the mockumentary format. Shout out. And that's, you got um, two Canadians on that list. Yeah, man. My first film I ever made it was mockumentary. And the next one I'm going to be working on is mockumentary. I okay. think that's a really fun format. Is, you mean the next one, like your one-minute film? Oh, no, no. 
I guess next next one then. Yeah, I mean your yeah. filmography is already stretched. I know, right. just such a prolific director. Yeah. Oof. How about you? Uh, yeah, it's I definitely think come up. With uh, spot, but... It is hard. Um, I'm gonna agree with Safety Brothers for sure. I mean, yeah, that like intense energy, and I, I mm. really want to do stuff that's like like what they do where it's just on the street like they're far yeah just using like like, real actors or just really fun i I think to try and do something like that and figure out how to do that too yeah be really really cool and the building of tension Mm. um i have a friend in vancouver who they make the best movies yeah yeah their name is lauren and like um, they've made incredible movies since we were in like grade 11 and that just everything yeah. that they make is always like, Holy shit. Like I need to make something like every time yeah. I see something they make, it just like really like inspires me and gets, me I love them. For, That's all awesome. something else that I need to make. And they just, mm. they're, they are prolific. Like I feel like they make a movie every month. That's I awesome. Really dude. I need to get to yep. that point. Exactly. Yeah. Where you're just kind of inspired and they do mm. a lot of animation stuff too. It's really, really cool. Um. So I'm going to say down it. for my second. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard, right? Like <laughs> to say a third, I, I, I'm i going to say easy rider, just like the editing, like of that okay. movie. I, or maybe Help, uh, not easy Matthew rider, Shaw but like, listen to this. yeah. Or French new wave, that kind of like okay. frantic, yeah. edit, not frantic, but you know where it's just like, like motivated very intentional editing. editing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Conscious editing. Yeah. I conscious editing. Not, where the audience is aware of it. Exactly. And not to highlight plot necessarily, but to highlight like form mood. and mood. Yeah. 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 So that's, I think those dope. are my three right now. Of course, nice. that'll change and yeah. answers later. Exactly. But that's why it's so exciting. It, uh, there's it so is. much. I like, I just, when I watch a movie, it just fills me with so many emotions and feelings and thoughts. It's awesome. This is truly the best medium, you guys. And if you aren't on, you aren't been big on film. You're you're falling short, you guys. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. It's the most beautiful medium there is. <laughs> yeah, and it's everything. So all yeah, formed art. Blackberry eight out of ten. Yeah, Blackberry eight out of ten. I agree. I wanted it, it should be in the collection. It should be. I'd love some Matt Johnson in the collection. It'd be really cool. It would be. Um, I wanted to talk about Guardians three with Troy because I think he was really into that series i remember yeah, him I talking so. about how he's excited for uh the third one yeah but i don't no think troy... i have super strong thoughts yeah i was gonna say without troy i have like all i'll say is it was sad at points is the best marvel thing in a minute and i think marvel still has their dirty little fingers all throughout that <laughs> you think it was like manipulative like it, it, there's a lot a of bit. animal cruelty in this movie, which yeah. I guess is like definitely necessary to the plot. Mm-hmm. And I guess like didn't like, to be seen, but it's like obviously that will make you cry. Exactly. Just, so I, I I don't like. That's why I'm not as hyped as other people are, you know, because it's like feels very easy, you know. And I'm yeah. not as like hyped as people are about like, oh, this is purely James Gunn's vision, right? This no, is, I I don't think it is. <laughs> Yeah, or it's like they gave him full control because you can, I don't know, man. Like, there were so many death fake outs. Like, nobody died. Someone had to die. Someone I don't think anybody die. had to die. I thought, I thought it I think there should have been some deaths. Away. Spoiler alert. I think Crit, I think Star Lord should have died. I think that would have been excellent. Um, yeah. If he had I died think, in uh, that scene. 
just Adam because, Warlock like, didn't need to be in this movie. Oh, but he was so good. I, I thought he was really funny in this. I thought he was funny too, but it felt a little like it felt like marbleisms. Yeah, exactly. Like they needed to push. Which him is a in. shame because I thought he could have been really cool. Yeah, um, it was, but it was I think still for, really good. I think overall. Yeah, definitely, definitely the best Marvel in like forever. Yeah, you come from why into this. Star Lord should have died, right? Because if he had died chasing that, like, is like an MP3 or something, right? Yeah, like chasing after his history. How great of a foil would that have been to like Rocket's arc, right? Of like becoming his own man and like uh, putting aside the past and trying to grow, right? And like reconciling it. I thought that would have been a great foil, right? And really powerful. I don't know. I mean, felt very cheap. Yeah, I mean the fact he got so close to death made it feel cheap. I think if that scene yeah. hadn't been there at all, the movie still mm-hmm. would have worked the exact same way. Yeah, like it, it just felt like it had no teeth. didn't need felt, that fake out. It felt like we can't kill anyone because we need them back for another movie. That's you know honestly what? I, how it felt. I think I, I disagree with that because they because the Guardians movie do have a history of killing their characters. Like they like they're one of the few Marvel things that they do kill people. So it felt like the stakes were real. Like they, anybody could have died. Really, I guess nobody did, I, but like I, they could have. I guess I'm just very cynical, um, about Marvel these days but it's like yeah, it I felt mean, like these characters weren't allowed to die just because we need to keep the door for them to come back open that's how it felt to me personally yeah i i mean there's no way dave batista is ever going to come back <laughs> oh yeah he hates just, doing this like just just the death fake outs Ugh, yeah stop it you guys yeah but, i don't know it was fine like yeah i, 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 I didn't it, though. yeah it you come from like quantum mania into this <laughs> like it's insane just in terms yeah, of production watch that design yeah, i really I liked um nathan Fillion's costume i know yeah. and he was he was in this so much it's great out of edmonton yeah i love the whole like flesh planet that was a great yeah. bit of set design felt very inspired you could really i think what was also cool about this is it felt like they used more than one lens unlike and mm. then you know where everything felt very flat like in this you could feel yeah. like how wide everything was like mm-hmm. the scope felt a lot bigger yeah like, like a little more surreal almost which i really liked i will say that opening with rocky raccoon listening to creep <laughs> that felt surreal i could not believe my eyes i don't know felt like a, shit post. a little bit you gotta sing yeah. along to creep i'm a white guy yeah exactly I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What am I doing here? I don't belong here. Brown's perfect. Yeah. Finally, a movie for for white people. <laughs> Finally, we got one. We got one. All these Sad little raccoons so woke. I felt bad for the raccoon. I'm not gonna lie. I cried. It was cried? sad. I did. It was sad seeing the raccoon get tortured and be sad with his animal friends who also get tortured. Oh. I'm sad. It was sad. I recently and cried the... during a TV show. Oh yeah. At the end of it. Surprise! Have you watched the no? Have you watched the Midnight Gospel? Ooh, is that the comedian guy who does that one? I. Uh, it is a comedian guy, but he's like it's like a podcast. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. 
Yeah, I'm familiar with it. It's like animated, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the most beautiful show. And the last episode is a conversation between the main character and his mother. And like in the last episode, in the second, like last episode, you found out that his mother had died. And so that you Mm. know kind of like where this is going and like what the topic is. And it's very, very sad. Yeah, I got to watch that. You know, it's a real like conversation between these people. Oh, I didn't even know that. I just thought it was a traditional little animated show. No, no, it's all just like conversations and they've kind of nice. weave an animated story into it. I'll but say I was headed so beautiful. to watch that just because I know that guy's like a Joe Rogan guy. So I wasn't sure the quality of it. Um, is I would say the episode or the like moments that they pick from it is it's very good for the show. It's very like spiritual in a way. Yeah, I'll definitely have to watch that. Like white western or spiritual, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They talk about a lot of psychedelics and meditation, but like. I love psychedelics. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's a very, very good show. I would highly recommend it. Nice. Gotta watch it. Your designs are so, so good. And it's. I gotta start watching Twin Peaks again, too. Uh, You saw episode three? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. It's kind of a hard show to stick up with, like, stick with. Yeah. There's yeah. so many characters. So I just, much. I always feel pulled in a million directions. Yeah. With film and everything. And Twin Peaks is long. Like the first episode or first season is like 18 episodes, right? Like it's yeah, like decently long. <laughs> it's hard to get engaged in just because it's so weird sometimes. Yeah. It's You're not even at the weird part yet. I know. It's I'm I'm like so early in it still, but yeah. So that's Guardians. Good movie. Yeah. Six. I think I gave it six or seven. I gave it a seven, I believe. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I and I'm excited to see what James Gunn will do with the DC. I'm not. I, I don't no, know. You have no confidence? No. I I, I, I think he's a strong creative voice. Suck. Oh, the Flash is going to suck. But I'm hyped the, for it. The way they've been marketing it is so weird, right? Like, Yeah. It's a bad just had, like it's a Batman movie, but also like, did you see that like Stephen King got like an early screening and he's like, it's the best movie ever. And, like, <laughs> oh, same with no. Tom Cruise. It's like, why? Why? What? Why did? Why did think Stephen King? Like, I don't care about Tom Cruise, huh? Tom Cruise and Stephen King have been. Tom like, Cruise is like, movie. it's a real go to the movies movie. Go exactly, theaters, guys. You Fuck. saw Top Gun. You're you're gonna love this like CGI heavy movie. That's why everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hyped for it though. Uh, I think that movie's gonna be the funniest shit ever. So I'm hyped. I feel like they're. I don't know. Not that Michael Keaton's Batman. I I haven't seen. A, I think his movies in a long time, but it feels like I they're found, just like we're gonna ruin it. They're oh, gonna, they will. Have it's you seen Birdman? Really? No, you don't watch Birdman. Birdman's great because it's all about Michael Keaton not wanting to do Batman three, oh, and here so he cool. is doing Batman so three. Cool. Like it's. Hey man, money talks. I know they must have so much for this. I was a man who valued my experience with Black Adam just because it was like it felt like seeing the like the epitome of the superhero genre, just like just mindless shit, you know. And I think the Flash is going to be that times twenty, right? Because now it's like it's like the DC's end game, but there's no build up, there's no storytelling. It's just everything thrown at the wall. I'm so hyped for it. It's gonna be so entertaining. The main character is a criminal. Like, yeah, there's four of them or something. None of the like 
executives or like director they're all like we totally stand by with this dude like they're totally fine with them it's crazy it's crazy so yeah that's why i'm saying i think james gunn will be good just by comparison i'm worried that warner bros will run out of money before they even start (laughs) yeah you think so Uh, all these movies have been flopping so bad i i never really look at that stuff but Interesting. I, I don't know. I think I just have like fixated with it for no reason. Wow. It's just, That'd yeah, I don't know. I, I really want to see the Batman too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I've that been kind thinking of about, money, but like, I, I've been thinking about that first one so much and how much I like it. I've only like seen it more once. and more. I've only seen it once too, but just, it's one of those movies. The more I think about the more I'm like, that's a sick film. Yeah. I was, I was watching a video on just like the cinematography in that film and how there's like a lot of like GoPro shots because it's like really? wants to feel very visceral or not GoPro, but just like mounted shots. And held. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like just to feel like Batman. Sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Or how the um, the car chase scene is shot. Make it feel like he's a like Batman's the antagonist in that scene chasing him down. You know, it's great. I mean, the very opening scene of batman or yeah the batman is so good where it's just the like yeah. corners it's so great it, like that feels like a film that just understands the mythology of batman so well yep. like they understand what batman is to a t and it's great except for the Bruce joker Wayne, i didn't really like that. yeah the joker the joker feels like we have to shoehorned in i'm so like that's the one part where i walked out of it we did not need that i did not like yeah. that because it was long <laughs> it was and it felt like it felt like just hey, you guys know this guy, right? Yep, it's the Joker. He's he's gonna come in soon. He's Don't the worry. Joker, baby. Don't worry. No, just do the next one. Make their blimps in there. Make it sure in winter, and make it Mister Freeze. That's all we need. That's all I, we need. That'd be awesome if they do Mister Freeze. Yeah, I know. Like Clayface, be fun. Like yeah, Clayface and Mister Freeze would be sick because those are like super sympathetic characters too. Yep. Like super like flawed, broken people, which yep. I'd love. Best thing about Batman, man, his villains are just so interesting. Yep, and give us a little bit more Bruce Wayne as well. You know, I know. Let Let's see Bruce Wayne develop a little bit. You know, yep. like I'd like to see him like try to heal and get better because I like what they did with him in the first movie, being like just a a fucking weirdo, just a yep. loner. I thought that he's was perfect. Creep. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. What the hell What's is he doing, doing there? Here? He doesn't, he doesn't belong, there. belong there. Get him out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it'd be Love cool. It. And then also it opens up like the Batman has great cinematography, but it's it's very dark and it's uh, very yeah. similar throughout. So you do like Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. stuff. You can open it. And it's like a completely different world. Yeah, honestly. It's very it's, cool it's, to see. It's great. And it's going yeah. to be the same director too, right? Matt yeah, Matt Reeves. Shut up. Back. I wasn't crazy about his uh, Apes films, but... I liked him. Pretty good. I need, I need to rewatch him. Good I think fun. I'll probably like him quite a bit. This movie's now. about apes. <laughs> hey, awesome. can't go wrong there. And they're serious. Yeah, and they're scary. They scared me as a kid. <laughs> yeah, oh, understandably. They, they really scared me. James Caesar. Franco just freaked you out. Where he goes, No! Ape, that no, part's ape. I still quote or that the, all the time. Or the part where he goes, and this guy's finger. That part scared me. Yep. It's spooky. So, what if so the apes Matt rise Reeves, up? I feel like there's Batman ape villains. 
I'm going on a tangent, but Batman Ape villains. Oh, there's like there, there's Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla God, Grodd, Grodd, Gorilla Boss. He's more of a Mons- Flash villain. Gorilla Grodd. Monsoir. Mon- yeah, we gotta get some gorillas in this next one, dude. I think for number three. I think let's save the gorillas for number three. Because that's like Matt like wheelhouse. <laughs> he knows how to do it. Just get Andy Circus in there. That's like Matt Reeves yeah. foray. Oh, dude, Detective Chimp. Yeah, let's go. They made a Detective Chimp show, right, for a little while, or am I really? I think so. With Jason Sudeikis, maybe. <laughs> Put a gorilla on the cover. Wait, DC's obsessed with gorillas, huh? Yep, I'm reading a whole article. Titano, Beppo the Super Monkey, <laughs> Solivar, so Ultra Humanite. We need to get we need to get Nick in this conversation. Uh, yeah, we're not doing this right. Kong Gorilla, Gorilla Grodd, and Detective Gorilla Grodd. Fuck yeah, dude! Damn, maybe we should call Nick at the end of this and ask his opinions on him. Some DC gorillas, gorillas, yeah. But that's great. Love yeah, them. I was sorry. I was thinking of Hit Monkey, which is Hit a Marvel Monkey. show. Yeah. Oh yeah, heard of that. Not as good as gorillas, in my opinion. No, but still, a Hitman Monkey is pretty freaking awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout the out. Last thing. I have on my top of the show list is Sisu because I watch Sisu. I watched that one as well. And all I have to say about that movie is it was fun. Yep. And that was the first movie I ever saw by myself in a theater. So that was cool. Nice. How did you make it this long? I don't know. I guess just Red Deer is a little. Yeah. I just decided I want to see this movie. I have no one to see it with. Let's just see it. Yeah. Just do it. It's cool. I might go see. The Margaret movie tomorrow by myself. I really like that movie. Very nice. Yeah. It's a very liberating experience just doing stuff by yourself. Yeah. And that movie would be a carnival too, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it is there. Nice. Tomorrow. 430. Is going to be there forever? Nope. So I got to take advantage while I can. Because I feel like I've been told that it's been going to close like since I got to Red. They're, they're still waiting for a seller. There's still the... Uh, for sale signs on the building. So, like, how are they still open though? Like, if I don't if know, they, man. People say it's mob run. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I had a friend who worked there who said it was kind of shady. You got paid in cash. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? So, I guess, I guess it's time to talk about another film. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Wow. From we didn't even say anything about Sisu. It was pretty good. Yeah, like oh yeah, it was good. I um, liked it. It was fun. Jake really didn't like it. No, he said it was really stupid. Made no sense, but I thought that was the fun of it. I think so too. It's just a finished I, dude killing Nazis. I know, and I loved how he used like mythology. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think Finland's really cool. real. That's a little no. I thought it was all made up. I don't think Finland is real at all. I almost watched a documentary on how to open doors that was Finnish. Really? Craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Just so fake, huh? Just so fake. Not real. Anyway. I yes, can get but... behind that. Yeah. But I love the mythology. I thought it was cool. And the cinematography I thought was really cool. Really great in that one. I yep. loved uh, 
just a landscape really cool shot against. Yeah. There's a good yeah. rack Ruka shot. I don't I don't remember where it was, but I, it stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't remember. There's some great kills, some great fun. And uh I actually like the bad guys. I thought they had like a fun little twist on them. How they were like or the general Nazis. No, but I like the idea that they knew they were losing, that the war was ending, and that they yeah. were like, Retreating. we just gotta... And he's like so obsessed with catching Sisu just because he needs the money. He's yeah. just like trying to... Just doing it for himself, and I thought that was fun. A different twist that I've never seen before. Instead yeah. of like the fanatical Nazis doing it for like Nazi ideology, it's just like all self-servicing, which I think is more true to... That ideology in a way. Yep. Nah, they were they were bad. They were all they were not good. Yep. Is my take. Tell us by the people that brought you John Wick, all right. Yeah. A lot of cool little fight sequences. Yeah, and I thought like I don't know, I thought it was more intelligent than I thought it was. John Wick? No uh Sisu. I thought it was more intelligent than I thought it was gonna be. Like it felt like there was more going into it. It was motivated. silly. It was, it, oh, very silly. But my favorite silly, silly was can when still uh, Sissy well was killing the Nazis underwater, and he would like yeah, slice their yeah. heads off so oh. he could breathe the air in their I lungs. Oh, that was so much fun, dude! So stupid, I but it's incredible. That. I guess that would make. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense just, at all. Did you suck the air out of someone's throat? No, because the air that you breathe out isn't like oxygen anymore right like you breathe out the carbon dioxide i guess yeah it was great though yeah i'm gonna no, try that trick if i'm ever underwater with a with a nazi i guess with a friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> with jake yeah i just want to try yeah. something really quick Dude, let's, let's go for a dip out of me it's real quick bro go to go to the water park oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're asking for it bro they are Sisu, uh, 7 out of 10. Uh, 6 out of 10. Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Good. Fun. Good. Fun, 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 fun. Also fun and good. Silence of Lambs, 1991. Do yeah. you want to intro this or do you want me to? Um, Silence of the Lambs, 1991, starring Sir Anthony Hopkins, Jodie Foster, and other people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't remember who it's starring by, but I should have. Jonathan Demme. Jonathan Demme. And this is not the first Hannibal Lecter movie, correct? Oh, no. Manhunter. Manhunter, yeah. Which is. Directed by Michael Mann. Troy's always talking to me about Manhunter. I know. That's why I was like, I was like, I wanted to talk to him about it. I was going to watch it beforehand, but I I didn't have enough time. Yeah, it's on the Criterion channel. Troy seems like a very big um, Mann fan. Yep. Um,. Uh, heat as well, Michael Mann. <laughs> yeah, so I want to talk to him about Heat. So, damn. We'll get him next time, I guess. Definitely. But yeah, Manhunter looks so dope. I'm probably going to watch that tonight. I think I'm going um, to watch it tonight as well. Yeah, it's it looks sick. But Silence of the Lambs is also sick, not to steal that Yeah, not to steal it's thunder. It's great. To give a quick uh, uh, synopsis, it's about a, a uh, an FBI uh, student trainee up and comer right before her graduation she's recruited by is it head of the fbi he is jack crawford to um to talk with imprisoned 
Hannibal the Cannibal yep. to get some sort of psychological insight on the newest killer in town. Yeah. Buffalo Bill. And man, just one of the greats, huh? Just so good. Performance of a lifetime. Yeah. Performances of a lifetime, I'd say. Yeah, Jodie Foster is great. What else? What else is Jodie Foster known for? Really, is looking through her. Uh, She's in her stuff. Filmography. She think. is. I I think she was around. I like. She's got a very great voice. I like her accent a lot. Oh yeah, she is so good in this. Yeah. Um. She's in taxi yeah. driver. Is she? The girl. Okay. Um, she directed an episode of Black Mirror. Nice. Oh, shout out. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 so good, this movie. I've seen it like four times now. It's so good. Um, just one of those ones you watch as a kid, like I did. You're not sure why, but you watch it and you're like, something about cinema. Something about cinema about this. It's, this was a movie like, for I, you that was like that? You yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand the film form. I don't understand any of this. But yeah. something's going on there. And this feels elevated. And it is. It's, it's just so well horror. made. Like it's yeah, it's elevated work. Um the way it's shot is so cool and so motivated, just with like how it frames like males against Jodie Foster's character, like the yeah. gaze right into the camera. So Absolutely. it's so effective. And like putting you off guard and making you uncomfortable. And there's so many instances of that, right? Like um, with all the police, with Jack Crawford, even just yep. like the nerds who she's like reviewing the uh, the moth with. Yep. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I, I wish. Yeah. I feel like I would love to read like, you know, like the this movie through a feminist perspective or something like that. Like mm. I'm sure there's about a billion papers about this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Everything. I was reading the uh, Criterion booklet on the Criterion for this one. Yeah, shout out. Spoiler. And I was talking about how Jonathan Demme uh, was inspired by this film, like to take it just because he loved the like feminist perspective he saw in it, like the strong female character yeah. in it, and how he like didn't like serial killer movies. He was not interested in that at all. Hmm. And uh, like. I kind of it, it feels like that because this is very different from other serial killer movies because it doesn't feel like you're waiting to see the kills, right? No, not it's at all. Not, it's not like predicated upon that. It's so much more interested in like the psychological insight. Do we even like Buffalo Bill is the main serial killer of this movie? Mm-hmm. Do we even see him kill anybody? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. We just see him abduct uh, the uh, senator's daughter. Yeah, this movie's all about the psychological, like, wanting to, like, remedy the inner, like, crying and, like, wailing, I feel. It's kind of this yep. whole film's purpose. Like, the silence of the lambs. Exactly. Like, Clarice's whole thing is she's just trying to, like, stop the lambs from screaming, you know? It's an incredible to, monologue. To, yeah, to save, um, to save people, right? She couldn't save the lamb as a child. To kind of like, yeah, be like her father in a way. This idealized vision of like the police force of like saving people, like good guys versus bad guys type of thing. Yeah, it's how she sees the FBI. Even though like, I feel like there's a bit of a critique of the FBI in this. 
I've seen a lot of people talk about this movie as like pro FBI, which I don't know. I don't know that it's necessarily pro FBI, like especially through Jodie Foster's character. mm, Clarice, right? Where because you see it as like belittled and like patriarchy, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Where like much like the opening scene where she's like doing that obstacle course through this like this forest shrouded in mist and fog, you know, feels like a a scary forest from like a childhood. She's uh, climbing up these ranks, these obstacles. It's like that's her progress in the FBI. This is what she has to go through to get a claim to climb the ranks. You know, her whole even like become like a trainee. Like yeah, like her whole like interaction with Chilton. Worst character, by the way. I hate Chilton. He's like Fuck Chilton. I love I love how he comes across as the most like despicable character in this. It's yeah. great, and even there's more like despicable than Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst man the way he just like turns on her so quickly after she turns down his advances Ugh, man men are great yeah they are that was my takeaway yeah but i love how the film frames itself so like compared to all these other dudes and their interactions with clarice hannibal in a way is like the most like respective towards her in a way and like treats her with the most dignity it's it's weird but it's a great little spin. Like well, that's that just part of the critique, right? It's like, you know, who's, well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to go great back film. to that point about the FBI critique, I'd say it critiques it a bit because, like, Hannibal gets out through their actions, right? Yeah, through how they like, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the, they're all just pawns in a way, and that turns on them. Hannibal gets out. Goes and kills Chilton. The end. When did the WWE start? This maybe sounds like a nonsense, <laughs> but was that? Are they at all inspired by this? Like the giant cage and like, because every time I see it, I think of that. Interesting. <laughs> that is 1980. So so well, well years. before this movie. <laughs> yeah. So this film, so maybe might this film was inspired by the WWE. That kind of cage fighting. You might be the first person to ever have that thought, Sam. Really? I feel yeah, like that's got to be common. No, he's like I don't in think the so. corner. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's all it I, might just be you. All I see. But I will say, Hannibal is like the most dramatic bitch ever. I love it. He is. He would fit so well in the WWE. I think he rehearses he is, his lines. I think he, he has ready. to, man. Yeah. But, like, he is so dramatic. His whole getaway with the police officers is best scene ever, right? But also, yeah. he is so flamboyant. Like, he sets up the whole art display with the one cop's corpse, and yeah. he changes the fucking lighting in the room. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Through all the effort to change the lighting? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's great, man. So, I love it. So flamboyant. And after he kills the two cops, he, like, repeats what they said earlier, like, Ready when you are, Sergeant. Whatever, it's great. Yeah, ah. it's just one of the best characters ever. I think so much and fun. Do they keep it up in the sequel and prequel? Is he? We'll get to that because I haven't seen at, at the end. Yeah, I have. I have some things to say about those films. Okay, some words to to throw out there. Um, but he is so good in this one. It's all I'll say. He is yeah. killing it. He is chewing the scenery. It's just he does so much with his eyes, man. And it really benefits in this film just because of how like close the camera always is 
yeah like his his eyes are so piercing well and like, like you said can... before how focused we are already on like the gaze like on yeah yeah it's great definitely like you can see it feels like you're being analyzed in a way when he's like staring the camera down and then yeah. to see him like how quickly he can pick apart clarice it's great man he knows what he is doing he does that dr hannibal lecter yeah don't get I a phd for nothing nope he's a sophisticated guy he is good drawer too he's, tanya, he's got time to practice tanya would tanya love him. tanya would love him i think we should have done a master copy of the one drawing he does of clarice with the lamb where she's like yeah. jesus christ that yeah. would have been awesome i love we that, drawing nailed so that much. i think i want that drawing so bad that'd be so cool we should, we should have got tanya on this podcast episode <laughs> for her to like here. criticize or like critique his drawings exactly in a fun fun spin yeah but also like make her sit through all the top of the show stuff oh yeah just <laughs> silently yeah that's <laughs> great oh just yeah. introduce her now like an hour yeah, 40 exactly. into this all right you can you can start talking okay go <laughs> yeah um let me know if this is just me but the music in this is so good but it reminds me of the danny elfman batman score um i have to be honest i did not watch this movie in preparation i watched it like a year ago and i don't have time to watch it so i don't remember it doesn't stand out to me as something i remember oh i swear man you could take like nearly any track from this and put it over the batman and vice versa and did danny elfman do the score for this because it was howard shore okay Um, danny elfman's track cronenberg classic cronenberg classic Howard Shore. Okay. So, Love yeah. him. Such a such a good score. And the way it's shot, I'll go back to that, so good. Like the first encounter with Hannibal is movie just at the top of their game. It's movie like magic. So you have Chilton, right? Start of the scene creeping on Clarice. She shuts him down. Yeah. And then he quickly starts walking and she's like struggling to keep up because he's just such a dick. And they're like literally descending into hell. It's great, man. There's like this top shot where they're just like going down the stairs and it's exaggerating how like deep they're going. And it's great, man. And then they get to this one part where they're just like cast in like red light and Chilton's showing her this draw, uh, this picture of what Hannibal did to like a nurse or, like at some previous date. And it's just so effective in building the tension. Oh, and yeah. then you have her go into like the guard room where there's like, so much weaponry right and all these people and precautions and you have a uh, barney there if you remember barney who's just like how could i forget yeah just standing there and smiling which i love it it's just like such a different vibe it like throws you very, off a little very, bit very. yeah and then they slam the door behind her loud chunk right she's all by herself and then you have that pov shot where the camera turns like her turning head to see all the different like inmates Yep. And it's very particular, all the inmates. You have like these like really disturbed individuals. There's a guy brooding, right? There's a guy screaming and crying and like drawing attention to himself. And then turn, you look, and there's just Hannibal standing in the like, just in the middle of the cell. Middle. Very, yep. very well lit, you know? Very calm. Glass. It's, it's such a great, like, mm, so smart. Such yep. a well executed scene. And the camera's like positioned so he's like looking down on her a little bit later in the scene. Yep. It's very, very smart. 
good job, Demi. I would direct you know that. Is the Hannibal mask a real thing? Hannibal it's so mask? dramatic. Like, you know, the, the mask they put on him when they're transporting him. Oh, um, like, yeah. Yeah. It's so it's such I, a dramatic looking mask. I know. Um, it feels like medieval. Yeah. Like, why would they put bars in front of Man. the mouth? It just seems like a much harder thing to do, like practically speaking. But it looks so cool. Like, it looks it's so such menacing. such a good look, dude. Because it's almost shaped um, like a smile. Like, just, I don't know. It's a great. Uh, it's not typically used in real law enforcement or medical situations. It's a fictional but device. It's a real... used to pick the character. Yeah. It's, wow. it's fake. Oh, okay. Yeah. The closest thing bad. is a spit guard mask. So it keeps spit at you. Prisoners from spitting on others. Because you Here, could definitely that. spit through this mask. I would de- that would definitely not look as, as dope <laughs> as the... <laughs> as the uh... no. no, that is not nearly as menacing. It just looks like a plastic <laughs> yeah. bag over a guy's head. Imagine the universe and... Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're getting hated on. Hate bomb. I'm just going to say sorry. Say fuck you. No, I can't say fuck you. I give you I give you a pass. I'm going to say Ethan says. Yeah. I'm just going to say F you. It's funny. Well, if he was a real fan, he'd just hop on. Yeah. We have somebody in the chat right now. We're trying to get Griffin on. Let's see if he comes. Griffin's seen on. silence. It's a classic. Oh. Oh. Yes. Hop on, Griffin. Where's hey, Graham? What's, what's he doing? Yeah, where is Graham? It's the first time I've seen him not on Discord. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's always active. Yeah. Maybe he's actually at work. Like, he has to do work. Yeah. Hop on, Griffin. Let's talk. Let's chat. Five to ten minutes. Five to ten. Well, we can we can fill. We can fill five to ten. Um, That's never stopped anyone before, Griffin. Almost two hours work. already. I know. Yeah, come on, Griffin. Graham did an entire episode at work. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things where I oh just think God. about that sometimes, and I giggle. I just giggle yeah. to myself. It's great, man. You got to do a work episode sometime. Oh, that would be. Such chaotic energy, man. Get Michael. Just get get the whole crew. You'd hear a lot of hurts. You hear the lingo, line cook yeah. talk. Behind, crashing, corner, sewering. You're sewering me. What does that mean? Corner. It's like you're fucking me. Oh, you're destroying me. It's, a, it's a classic. Um, behind's a classic. Corner's yep. a classic. On yep. the side, you sometimes coming through. Or below yep. you if you need to grab something. I've seen the bear. You know, I know. Yeah. I know the lingo. Basically, I'm basically the bear. You're I'm basically the bear. You're the bear, except you also make movies. It's incredible. Yeah. It, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, behind the coolest her, person ever. Our chef says hurt is the word every time you say hurt, which is dope. That is dope. What does yeah. hurt mean? Like, It's like uh, Adnan. They'll say like Adnan like. A chicken Alfredo, and you'll go herd. Herd? Oh, herd. Like, as in, you herd them. Yeah. Not like there's a herd of buffalo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. That makes well, more I sense. I don't know. It could be that. People just say herd. 
Yeah. It's just some yeah. arbitrary thing. A little bit of insight to the kitchen industry for you guys. Yeah. A peek behind the curtain, if you will. Yeah. How the how the lamb is uh, cooked. I wish I could get into the lore of it, but I can't. You'll get sued. Yeah. We can't afford a sue, uh, lawsuit. No. We have no money. So, do you want to get into uh, murky waters, Sam? I absolutely do. Silence of the Lambs discussion about some potential problematic representation in this film. Cannibal representation being problematic? Yeah. They are not not, not represented uh, well. The LGBT community, I imagine that's not what you're referring to. This is... Yeah, the way they show cannibals in this film is honestly disgusting. It's disgusting. It's, it's, it's a vibrant it's really community. They're not all serial killers. And, and yeah, they're the not way, all doctors, okay? Let's get that yeah. straight. They're usually not very well educated. It's my no. beef. It's like, give them way too much credit. Exactly. It's But in all serious, this is something I've actually grappled with for a while. As I've said, I've loved this film for a while. And I'd say there is an issue with trans representation in this film and i'll say i'm not the person at all to talk about this yeah but what i'll say is i think from, <laughs> i've done i've done a lot of reading about it just by and, jordan peterson i imagine yeah by peterson shapiro walsh yeah all the all great the great thinkers but i i think the issue stems from just uh that one scene a Buffalo Bill is pretty egregious and its impact on society of Buffalo Bill dancing with the yeah. tuck. Yeah. And I think I, I definitely see the criticism there. I think, yes. um, yeah. And it's I like impact on society as a large, that's definitely I, how I a agree. lot of older people see trans people as Buffalo Bill. I wish it wasn't though, because like you have to look at Buffalo Bill not just as a member of the LGBT community. You have to look at him as a serial yeah. killer, right? Like yeah. as a literal that's, that's, psychopath. That's that's where the, it's okay to have that kind of representation because and first that's what and I foremost think. they are a psychopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I guess the issue, especially in the '90s, is there's so little representation. And yeah, this, this is all you see, along, right? And then like the movie gets into like murky waters. Too, where it, they say at points where they they say Bill isn't a transgender person, that they're just like a person who hates themselves so much that they're just trying to change, transform. Oh, yeah. Which, and also, which I find interesting. It but, is interesting, but I think that it is probably more harmful than. Yeah. And also, um, like the catalyst of, like, I mean, you kind of already said, but the catalyst of him is still just gender dysphoria. Like, yeah. Building a skin suit with all yeah. women. It's yeah. Buffalo it's hard Bill again. I don't know that we are the people. Fascinating character. Though like very it. well played. Um yep. but definitely like the sensationalism I think is not the greatest. And I think from what I was reading, Jonathan Demi is like a very progressive person from what I was oh, reading. Cool. Like um well, you can see that just in how like women's issues are represented in this film, and people have said like if Jonathan Demme was still alive today, he'd probably come to regret yeah. this and want to do it differently, or at least comment on it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. All speculation, I think, though, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. Maybe he would have turned but, out to be a 
like ah, Buffalo Bill, such an interesting character. Like all the trans issues aside, right? Because you have the whole like angle with the moths and the obsession with the like transformation, which I yep. think is a, a great angle. Transformation. Ooh, ooh, a little bit of wordplay. That's fascinating. Whoa, yeah. fuck that scared me. <laughs> That's loud. Wake you up a little bit. Was it loud? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not that loud for it's, me. It was so loud that I got a pop up saying, "Do you want to adjust how loud the soundboard is?" <laughs> I'm gonna turn that down a little bit. <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up. It was at a hundred percent. Damn. Um. But yeah, you have the whole butterfly angle. There's so much like imagery, which is so iconic, right? The yeah. it puts the it puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. That's a Great. very good impression. Is it? Thanks. I think so. I thought you were going to say, Ethan, stop doing a David Lynch impression. Because you say all my... Like David Lynch. Because you always say all my impressions are David Lynch. Most of them are. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> For a while, you would just say that you're... You'd say, like, it's me, Martin Scorsese, and I'm doing... <laughs> and I'm doing this. But, you know, <laughs> it's all David Lynch. David well, Lynch is so we'll great. Grow. You could great. say I've transformed. Yes, into Buffalo Bill. Yeah. A trans icon. Name? Buffalo Bill. That's such a good name. That's such a good name for a serial killer dude. Yep. Um, and also like around his den, right? They have like Nazi memorabilia, right? Mm-hmm. They have photos of the actor with like strippers. There's so much going on down there. So I'll say like excellent mise en scene. Yes. Really great stuff going on there. What's Even up with his base hit? Why 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 does he have a pit in his basement? If I had to guess, probably the skin folks. If I had to guess. Okay. And there's like a fucking decaying corpse in the bathtub. Ew, yep. dude. Gross. Gross. Don't I bet that put smells. that in your movie. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That was a mistake. Or, I wouldn't yeah. direct that. I wouldn't direct that. Um Yeah, and oh, here's a great little bit of insight actually from the Criterion booklet. The whole film's about like perspective, right? And the gaze. And so he's anchored in that, right? With Clarice, yep. Lecter, all the dudes. And the final scene of the film, or not the final, the penultimate one, right? In the dark. Griffin. Griffin. Hello. What's up, dog? Not much. I just got off work. I'm driving home. Nice. nice. I'll finish yeah. my thought then. Um, in, the, in the penultimate scene of the film, Clarice's vision is taken away. Her perspective, yeah. her gaze, and then we're locked in Buffalo Bills. There's all yep. the perspective shots of just his like head with the night goggles. The night vision. It's, it's so creepy. He's yep. like trying to caress her hair. It's great. Very, very off-putting. Yeah, it's creepy. Incredible. I've seen that scene so many times. Like in every film all, studies class, they always show all it. All the like flashes of light when she shoots him. So well made. Yeah. Griffin, what do you think of Silence of the Lambs? Um, to be honest, I don't really remember it that well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Perfect. guys probably shouldn't have asked me to join. I have next to no opinions on that movie. I know you've seen it, though. So Yeah. To me, I, I liked it. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those movies, I don't know. I, I didn't really take much away from it. I remember our okay. discussions anchoring around that you didn't think is a horror movie. 
I found it more to be a thriller than a horror. Yeah. I, but I think like in that like penultimate scene Ethan's talking about, that is just scary. Yeah, it definitely has like horror aspects, but I felt like the movie as a whole didn't feel like a horror movie. Makes okay. sense. Yeah. I think I agree with that actually. Yeah. yeah. I'd still call it a horror movie though. I think. Elevated day. horror. Yeah, elevated horror. That's what he said. <laughs> How about <laughs> Griffin? What do you think about the transgender representation in <laughs> Silence of the Lambs? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into it. We're getting into Pretty, it. This uh, is why we have guests. Possibly a little aged, maybe. A little aged. Okay, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. Would you say it's positive? Uh, no. No. No? You're saying that there shouldn't positive. be any trans representation in the media at all. That's okay. what you're saying. Yeah, that, that's, you're saying that's, there the, uh, that's the natural next step, yeah. Yep. Just remove any <laughs> reference. Yeah, there's bad wow. representation, you gotta get rid of it all. Yeah. Wow. You heard it here It's either first. bad representation or none at all. Yeah. Wow. Now, Griffin, I think you and Sam should get into it a little bit. Because you guys have beef. I'm responsible oh, for not uploading yeah. the last episode. Yeah. Man, I was, told that I, was, I was told I'll be the same day. Oh, well, really? Maybe, maybe, my <laughs> yeah. beef, maybe my beef should lie with Ethan for telling me that. It should. I, I almost <laughs> never get them up the same day. Really? Yeah. Oh. I always get the I asked, Ethan, day I, I asked Ethan how long he thinks <laughs> it'll be till it's uploaded, and he said it's 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 usually the same day. Yeah, it's usually within the week. Um, I just kind of had a busy weekend and then forgot yeah. about it, and I've just been tired. But it, it's yeah. so easy. I'll I'll put it up by the end of this week for sure by Friday. All right, all right. <laughs> We're gonna have you starring in it. That's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Ethan, did you tell Sam the the change that, that you and I were talking about the other day? The getting change. rid of Sam. Getting rid of Sam as a host. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna kick me out of my own I, my own podcast. Yeah. Sorry, man. Oh, me and Ethan wow. are taking over. We are just agreeing <laughs> that I kind of do all the work. You do all the work, yeah. <laughs> I do yeah. everything, bro. Yeah, so sorry, bro, but you're you're out. I'm out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I'm gonna take my designs with me. You have to design a new logo. No, dude. I'm... You gotta start fresh. Yeah. You can stay. <laughs> you can stay. Me and Griffin. I've also I've already done um... the like a first one hundred thumbnails, so I can Yeah. Wanna... So you're I'm locked committed. in now. Yeah, you can take it after 101. Okay. 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 <laughs> me, me and Griffin, we're, talk, we're doing Critter Couch. That's going to be the show me and Griffin do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Video games. Start, starting with the Elden Ring episode. Yeah. That'll be exciting. It will yeah. be fun. You guys were going to do a uh, like, specific one as well, like a video essay on something, right? Yeah. Uh, was it, what was that like, again? I, th- I don't know if that Didn't should be a video. Didn't you want to do a retrospective a on Half Life? No, on um, Takashi Meat. I don't know. Right. If no, I, thought, that would I, be thought you said some- I thought you said something about Half Life. No, I just want to do a Critter Couch on 
Half-Life. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like yeah. a retrospective you wanted to do. So, yeah, I don't know if that should be a retrospective or a podcast. What do you What do you guys think? Weigh in on this for Takashi. Wait, the, the Half-Life one? No, Takashi Mi- Mike. I think that should be better than a podcast. Because that's We're losing them. Yeah, we're losing them. <laughs> Goodbye, Griffin. Griffin? I think he died. Hello? Yeah. Hello. You were chunking Hello. really hard. Oh. So yeah. We, we heard like you every good? third word. Wait, can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I said uh, I think that one should just be a podcast because that stuff's more fun to just like loosely discuss. Yeah, because yeah, his movies are his movies are just all over the place. I think it would be fitting to have just an episode yeah. that's all think, over the I place. Think we should choose like five or like pick a good handful of his best, right? like yeah. really different ones, and then just That'd be cool. Well, yeah, I do want to do some like. Kind of more scripted stuff, though, sometimes. Like an yeah, actual me too. deep dive into a movie. I kind of want to do like a Star Wars thing. Just talk about all the Star Wars movies, because there's so much to talk about. I yeah, don't want to watch all those again. Well, you have to. Yeah. You have to take all the notes yeah. and write the script. And then, yeah. and I, also, then I, will talk. I, also, I also refuse to watch most of the new ones, so... <laughs> <laughs> but I think just Star Wars would be fun because there's so much to talk about. But it's like it's simple stuff. It's small yeah. tomatoes, small potatoes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do any super deep analysis. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, you want to you want to do a deep dive into Star Wars? <laughs> well, we could. We will. It'll be a seven-hour we episode. We'll break it down. <laughs> yeah. This episode's already like three hours. No, we're just at two hours now. I think. Oh. We started um, eight. Yeah, like we should definitely should. we should definitely do Takashi Meek retrospective, Cronenberg retrospective, and a Von Trier one. Those are like the essentials, I think. Yeah, I think we got to do a Werner Herzog retrospective. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'm pretty unfamiliar with most of his stuff, so be Me sick. R.I.P. His memorial film crew. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. What else do I have to say about Silence of the Lambs? Uh, the interaction with Lecter and the senator is amazing. That's iconic. I love yeah. the ending of that, where he's like, "And one more thing, senator, love your suit. That's great. Looks Very tasty. Funny. Looks tasty. I'd like to eat you because I'm a cannibal. Hannibal the cannibal. That's pretty silly. <laughs> that that is was silly when he silly. said that. Yeah, just." Yeah. You like Do you want to say cannibal. anything about the sequels? Uh, Last thing I'll say about Silence before we get that is the parallel cutting in that one scene is so good. Yeah, And this movie is just, uh, it's so good at building suspense. It's so good. Like there's so many sequences where it's just, like as I've mentioned already, the deep dive I did into the uh, the first meeting. So much suspense is being built. Like every facet of filmmaking is on employ there to build suspense right or even just like the storage locker scene right where they're struggling to open it for a bit and clarice like comes up with a solution right 
Um, she's a girl boss, right? She comes up with a solution. She gets into this. She like cuts herself, and she's like going through this whole area. And there's so much like character building of like all the shit Lecter has in this locker, and it just builds up so much tension to that head in the jar. It's great. Yep. And then of course the the final scene with the parallel cutting between like um the the FBI raid on the wrong house, and it like turns out Clarice yeah. is in the right place. It's great, Clarice. man. Yeah. Yeah. Great, bro. Incredible. And last thing I'll say is this is the best ending of all time, I think, in a movie. It might be. It is. I think the Amarcord ending was beautiful. Which one's that again? That's the one where they like see the big ship and they're all on the boats and it ends on that? I think so, oh. doesn't it? I don't remember. Pretty sure that's where it ends. That would be a good ending. It's a great scene, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Um, but like, this is the best ending of all time, dude. She, she's, she like is celebrating, right? She just graduated. She busted the Buffalo Bill, and she yep. gets a phone call, and, and it's, he's it's Hannibal. He and says, he, "What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Bitcoin? He's shilling for Bitcoin now. He's the salesman. Buy my Hannibal the Cannibal NFT. Yeah." It's going to the moon, baby. NFT to the no, moon. Man. He's tracked Chilton down to the Caribbeans. He says the best line of all time. I'm having an old friend for dinner, bro. Do you get it? That's great. Because he's going to eat him. He's going to eat him for dinner. Dude. Ah! How good is that? And then he disappears in the crowd. And the whole like credits play over the crowd. And it's like, yep. damn. This dude's just gonna fucking eat so many Caribbean people, probably. Yeah, and then I love the post-credit sequence that said Hannibal will return. <laughs> Red Dragon. In Red. Well, wasn't Red Dragon the prequel? Or... Yeah, it's a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Can you oh, guys wow. hear me? What? Can you guys hear me? Like moving stuff around? Not really. No. <laughs> okay. Good. I just think it'd be really funny if throughout like the entire podcast you could just hear me banging shit around. <laughs> You're chilling. Chilling. Yeah, we're good. Okay, yeah. Man, what a film. Nine out of what ten. Film. Could be ten out of ten, but unfortunately. It's hard I just think the the representation issues. Like it's aged so well in a sense, just with a like feminist perspective. But then you just yeah. have like the trans issues and it's like oh it's just that one scene is so you watch it and you're like ah come on i'm surprised, I'm surprised you on. didn't want to get on for this episode i asked him and you know what he said i quote he Something said really transphobic yeah it was crazy dude <laughs> <laughs> can't even no, repeat it youtube said, will flag us he said i would have not much to say politically on that one it's like what keegan what and then he said, transgender issues are not my wheelhouse. And I said, Whoa, transphobic. Yeah, it's, it's not my wheelhouse either, Keegan, but you better believe I'm going to speak on it with utmost authority. Exactly. That's why people tune in to hear our yeah. absolute takes. On the, uh, yeah. Being yeah, 22, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Our takes are pretty locked in for the most part. I think good. so. I don't think we're ever going to change. Yeah. It's good. That's good. I know it's healthy. Yeah, 9 out of 10. Would Sick you cover. buy that criterion? 
It is a sick cover, isn't it? Well, here's the thing. Right you, you already have it. I'll just steal it from you. <laughs> no need to buy it. It's uh, a very good point. Yeah, I think oh. I think I asked on the last episode I was on, but is Akira a Criterion? I think it might have used to have been, but it's out of print now. Because if that is, I, I, I'd love to be on disc. that episode. Yeah, if it's got a spine number, we'll definitely do it. But I'm sure it's probably like a little ways down the line. Damn, it's not on there. Oh, we're never going to talk about it. It's banned. Yep. Yeah, you're not allowed to bring it up. Yeah. Can you edit that bit out, please? Yeah, Sorry. I'm going to edit. It's going to be gone. Don't even worry. We about don't it. talk Any about movie that's not a criterion is not allowed to be mentioned. <laughs> we just bleep it out. We put in seven samurai <laughs> over. We like. The last Whenever two we hours talk about of this podcast yeah. need to be bleeped like over. Really bad, yeah. uh, really badly dub over it with a name yeah. of a criterion. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say like uh talk about like Ichi the Killer, dub over it, just marriage story. Marriage story, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bottle yeah. rocket. Temptation of Christ. Yeah. Cleo from five to seven. Make the most confusing episode because nobody knows what movie you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> That's because this like podcast is all tangents. We spent like an hour and, and a half talking about top of the show stuff, which was great. It we was good, though. We've been gone for a while. We have a lot to cover. Yeah, we have been gone for a while. This is the next episode after the the one that we recorded. We yeah, so, yeah, so... so Trader Nation will have two podcasts back-to-back to enjoy, so that's a nice little treat. Yeah. Yeah. What's coming up next week? Next week is the Samurai, Samurai Trilogy. Yeah. Three for one. Three for one. That's going to be a fun one. That will be fun. I'm excited have to, to see li- these movies. Yeah. yeah. Graham. That's going to be another Graham episode. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like there will be a long one because it's three it's gonna movies. It's going to be like three movies we're gonna be with Graham for a long in like time. probably a, a tangent every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good. We're not going to get through anything, but it'll be great. <laughs> It's going to be iconic. Yep. And, and then Solo? That, is it Solo after Sound? It is. Oh, dude. Wow, we're so close to that. Two episodes away from D-Day. Wow. Are you going to come on Solo, Griffin? Um, maybe. If I'm free, I'll hop on. Good. Because I have bro. seen that movie, regrettably. You have to watch it again. <laughs> you have to watch it for the pot. Oh. Who put it on that movie month? Who did that? I think the same person that did Armageddon. Was it Bryden? It was Bryden. That motherfucker, dude. Goddamn. Terrible. We'll see. Who else would it have been? Yeah. Ethan. Ethan would put it on. No. No. Well, you did put Martyrs on, so. That's a good film, though. When we watched it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. How Jake and Ethan watched Hollow on Valentine's Day. And Matt. Though. And Matt, yeah. It's pretty romantic. It was a crazy was. vibe. We all held hands. It was in Jake Rob's movie theater. Crazy Terrible vibe. night. Yeah. Great night, though. Great night. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. There's a lot of other Hannibal movies in the HCU, the Hannibal Cinematic Universe. Are they all connected? Most for the most part, they're only connected by 
Anthony Hopkins returning. Yeah. What I'll say is it's been a very long time since I've watched these. I watched like all of these back back to back in like the tenth grade. Mm. But I I remember quite liking Red Dragon actually. Such um, a sick title. I know. I remember Ralph Fiennes was in it and he was really great. Yep. Ray Fiennes, you mean? Ray Fiennes. Rafe Fiennes, yeah. I think that's who you're talking about. You said Ralph Fiennes, but I think you mean Rafe. Is that Fiennes. not how you pronounce that? Yeah, you pronounce it Rafe. It's even though it's spelled Ralph. What? Yeah. Stop. Rafe. I'm not kidding. Rafe. Yep. The guy who played Voldemort, right? The guy who played Francis Dollarhide, actually. And but, the um, guy from the menu. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chef. Heard Chef. Yep. Yeah, his name is um, Rafe. That's weird. <laughs> Don't like that. But yeah, I remember liking Red Dragon. There's a really funny scene in it where Edward Norton like has to call his son like a bunch of insults for some plot reasons. It's very funny. <laughs> Not supposed to be, but I Edward Norton really in that humorous. movie. Yeah, he plays Will Graham. Okay, I remember liking that one. I've also seen Hannibal. I thought it was much worse than the other two, but I liked it still. But in retrospect, that's definitely a bad movie. The poster's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's it's a really bad one. I'm it makes it look like the like there's like a, a saw movie. This is who is this? This is Ridley Scott. Wow, Ridley Scott directed Hannibal. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I don't who like Ridley Scott. <laughs> that's so weird. Ridley Scott's directed so many movies. I yeah. Oh yeah. Blade Runner, Alien. Blade Runner, Alien. Gladiator. Wow. Yeah. He also directed definitely that Matt Damon movie. Not great. But Ray Liotta's in it. And so is Gary Oldman in like a really Ray Liotta. Yeah, Rip. He was great. Rewatched Goodfellas recently. Really, great, really great movie. Um, Gary Oldman plays like a guy with a lot of prosthetics in Hannibal. I it really creeped me out as a kid. Gary Oldman loves man. prosthetics. I think I feel like I see I love prosthetics it. a lot. He's in I love a lot guy of prosthetics. Loves prosthetics. In, uh, Churchill, and then of course Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Mm. Not Dracula. Yeah, I think Hannibal's the one where Hannibal feeds like a kid, a human, on like an airplane, right? You ever seen that on like TikTok? Uh, no, it's like, terrible. It, it gets TikToked a lot, but like Hannibal's on a plane eating like some human flesh, and there's a little kid next As to you him. Do. It's like, yeah, it's like super discreet, but like the kid's like, "What's that? I want to, I want to have some." And we'll feed him just some human flesh. Oh like, god, yeah, <laughs> bit gnarly. But and it's actually great that you're here, Griffin, because we can get a bit into the lore. Hannibal Rising is the other Hannibal film. Yeah. And you can speak to this a little bit, Griffin. What do I think about Hannibal Rising? You really don't like it. There was a time where that was probably every other sentence out of my mouth. Yeah. You just hate Hannibal Rising. M for Misha. M for Misha. That Uh was a staple back in the day, huh? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's so, so, so bad. So so bad. It's like Hannibal's uh origin story 
and it's the worst shit. It's based. <laughs> it's like uh, he's coming up in like Lithuania, right? And he gets like attacked by uh, cannibal Nazis, right? Or also like child rapists. Just the most like ridiculous shit. Do they who, give like, him his name? Does he go around? He says, "What's your, <laughs> what's your name?" He says, "I don't have a name, but I'm a cannibal." And then they say, "Cannibal, like, cannibal's your cannibal. name." <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, oh, if only they did a few more rewrites, they would have found that. Jam. They would have got there eventually. They get Ron no. Howard in on this. Here, I'm going to spoil all the Hannibal Rising, though, if you don't mind. They don't. kill his sister Misha, right? Yep. Rip. Hannibal then goes out. He like. Did they mange on Misha? Hmm. Do they mange on Misha? Do they eat her? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Goes out. He has sex with a Japanese woman, I remember. A lot of dumb shit happens. Very, like, by the books, um, serial killer movie. So awful. That sucks. And in the end, he, he kills somebody and he goes, M for Misha. He carves an M in them. And it's, it's really, really awful. Yeah. Really not good. So. I, I'm gonna watch it right away. That sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah. I need to watch. Maybe it. the first thing I do after this podcast. Animal Directed Rising. Peter Weber, who also directs this girl directed? with a pearl ear- earring, which is just like based on that painting. Like, is there any? Yeah. <laughs> so the painting. Movie. The painting movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've Animal also Rising. seen a bit of um, what's that TV show? With Hannibal. Hannibal. Is it just called Hannibal? It might be. Yeah, the Netflix one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just called Hannibal. I thought it's a weird one, man. I love that. That was a weird one. Yeah, Matt's Mickelson is really good at that. Yeah. But my biggest issue was just like the main character, and that is Will Graham, right? And he's just, I don't know, man. He has this like. He has like super empathy. Is this thing in that right? Even for Hannibal, all... Hannibal. Yeah. So his whole thing is he's just like such a good detective because he can. And there's these crazy sequences where he has like empathy visions, where he can see exactly what a serial killer would do. Right. He's an empath. Yeah. He's an, he's the biggest empath ever. Awesome. And those sequences are just crazy looking, man. Crazy CGI where he just like can see exactly what's going down he's always like struggling with his dark side right because he can empathize with serial killers so much wow and i thought it was so fun for such an empathy fbi hired him yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's... listen the reason that i hate the hannibal show is because they just completely ignore the hannibal uh rising continuity they just throw it out <laughs> yeah. the window pissed me the hell off man there should have yeah. been some eggs or some cameos or yeah something. exactly uh, post credit scenes. There should have been like a, a, a force ghost of Misha, right? Yeah. In there at yeah. some point. Remember me. <laughs> M for Misha. That's all she says. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't get very far in that show. But it was fun. There's like a new serial killer every like every episode. So it was like Monster of the Week but with serial killers. Like Love Dexter. It. Hmm? Like Dexter. Never watched Dexter. I watched like I think the first three or four seasons. I never oh, finished. Damn. I My heard family it was poorly, but 
Otherwise, it's pretty good. I don't really remember it. But I remember liking it when I was little. So. Yeah, there's some crazy killers in Hannibal there. There's a guy who like made people into like angels, which is cool. That's all I remember. I think there was a guy who like played people's bodies like instruments or made instruments out of people's bodies or something. Just kind of cool. That's cool. You make a xylophone out of ribs? That just makes <laughs> sense to me. I'm going down the list. A drum set out of skulls? Yeah. Because this show that you're describing, it sounds like um, Manhunter almost. You're just like serial, serial killer of the week. Yeah. So talk to him and empathize with them. <laughs> I, I kind of want to rewatch it because I feel like I'd get, I think I'd like it a little more. Maybe. Yeah. TV shows are hard to watch. <laughs> They're so long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Two hour movie? So manageable. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, TV shows suck. Boo, LTV show. I'm all about film. It's all I ever think about. Well, yeah. that was a good app, I think. Anybody else yeah. have anything to say? I'm just yeah. reading about the Hannibal TV show. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy's part of the Hannibal universe? Yeah. Like the Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie? The more you know. Takes place within the Hannibal movie universe. (laughs) Hannibal's loose running around in the background of one of the shots. Uh, Love it. Love it. What else do I have to say? Nothing. Did we want to call Nick and ask him about DC gorillas? (laughs) Yeah, see if he picks up because he never picks up for me. So you try and call him. I'll, I'll text him. Nick, do you have much to say about DC Universe Gorillas? He will. Um, he has much to say about all DC things. Nicholas. There he is. Lickers. Griffin, do you have a movie to recommend while you're here? Just because that's pretty convenient. Yeah. I don't know. I rewatched Interstellar last night. That's such a good movie. Great film. Never seen it. You haven't seen Interstellar? No. Because it's not in the collection? You're not willing to watch it? I'm bound by the collection. Sorry, you guys are going to have to bleep that out now. Yeah. Are any Christopher Nolan movies in the collection? Memento? Nick Nick says Garage. He likes Garage. Call him. Call him. I didn't remember does how. He know, does he know about Critter Pit? I don't know. Just give him a call. See if he he'll hop on. I didn't remember how quickly Interstellar gets like really fucking sad. Yeah, it it the, from the start really. Yeah, like just yeah, him and his depressing daughter. Depressing movie. So fucking sad, man. And that's before yeah. like any of the action starts. Yep. Him just having to leave, and then yeah, like. I, even on a repeat viewing, when you're like, "Don't leave! Don't let him yeah. leave!" You know all the context. Yeah, because like he kind of he's in like a cycle basically. Yep. 
Come on, Nick. What do also, you say? Really cool, really cool depiction of like the fourth and fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Just this library of time. Yeah. It's really cool. I really like that. Blew my yeah. mind when I first saw it. I got to see that movie in theaters. That was really awesome. That would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of very few movies that it's like like genuinely jaw dropping at points. Yeah. Like when like they're that black uh, hole. Yeah, I was gonna say when they're pulling up on the black hole, that looks so fucking cool. Yeah. And it just, just gives such a good sense of scale too. Yeah. Like of how big things are. Uh, it's such so a good impressive. Movie. Like how did they like make that? Like there's so much like science they had to think about and then on top of that, like to the angles and just the cinematography is just it's incredible. Incredible film. Yeah. Yeah, I watched some like video a little while ago talking about like how the fourth dimension shown and like it the video says like obviously we can't actually understand how it would look, but they're like yeah. based on math, what the movie shows is as close as we've ever gotten to being able to like visually depict it. Thank you, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Genius. Just, it's just like crazy. Makes you wonder, uh like yeah. who, who thought who thought that up? I think Christopher Nolan is maybe like a t- like he is from the fourth dimension. That's why he's so like concerned about time with his, in his movies. Yeah. So he's trying to like represent it to us laymen. He's trying to show us the what what reality is like in higher dimensions. Any progress on Nick? Uh, give me a second. You guys continue what you're doing. Nick's he and Nick. Nah, he's not picking up. No, we're having a text chat right now. Come on, Nicholas. My dream guest. Who's Nicholas? Uh, Nicholas Ratso Lickers. He's he's in our film classes. Um, I don't know if Ethan's told you the story, but he's the guy who said that you need to watch movies at least two times before you can critique them at all. Like you can't have an opinion about a movie unless you've seen it twice. Uh, like, and movies shouldn't be um, like art. There should just be purely entertainment. Like, turn your mind off. And this is a guy like in film production, so it's kind those of sound like concerning. two. Those sound like two opinions held by drastically different people. Yeah, it's the same guy. He's also yeah. he's like a super Marvel. Like he knows all of that kind of lore, uh, and he's pretty good at pool, but. He's also like he will rage quit at anything when he starts losing and gets super butt hurt about it. Like <laughs> he's great. That is that's crazy to be like a Marvel fanboy and also hold the opinion that you need to watch a movie multiple times to hold an opinion on it. Well, it he says that because we were critiquing Marvel movies. He was like, You <laughs> you have to turn your brain off to watch these movies. You can't critique them. And it's like it's so stupid um but i love i love nick he's such a character i think he's like he's 20 years old like he's older than you guys but he has these batshit opinions about what movie should be anyway i hope he gets on the phone i don't think it's gonna work no i I asked would you like to call into me and sam's podcast to talk about dc gorillas and he said two points maybe and second point, it's mine and Sam's, so correct my grammar. 
And I said, we're doing it right now if you'd like to join. And he said, I'm gaming right now. It's not my... It, it would be my and Sam's, not mine and Sam's. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nicholas, you're wrong again. Oh, no. If well, only we had him on, like, whatever PlayStation call, he would he would be here. That's how we have to do it with Cole. If we want Cole on, we have to get it, do it on a <laughs> on a gaming call. Figure that all out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, outside of gaming, gonna... Cole doesn't exist. <laughs> Nicholas Nicholas likes Gorilla Grodd. Is all I That's got good. from him. That is good. I, and I'm asking him about Detective Chimp. What's he saying? Were you listening to my um, analysis of Nicholas? Do you agree? Did I miss anything yeah. that was super important? Um. Oh, he's he I'll sexually s- harasses Ethan and Jake. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. Oh my God, Nick! I said, "What about Detective Chimp?" And he said, "He's not a gorilla." And then just the <laughs> forest. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Awesome. What is the forest? Means? The I don't forest. know. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, yeah. Awesome. Three, three cheers for Nicholas. I love these sound bites. That only we can hear. Yeah, they're only for the people in the call, not for the, <laughs> yeah. not for the listeners. Just for the Patreon subscribers. <laughs> when we first we'll discovered these sound bites, we just had like probably like minutes of silence because we were just oh, playing yeah, with dude. them. We were just <laughs> blasting them, dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. So no yeah. Nick. But we we have no no Nick, no Troy. But we have Griffin. So yeah, it's great. And we went two and a half hours, so that's pretty. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long app. That is a long app. It's our longest app. Uh, I don't. Yeah, our longest app. I think because I'm looking at the like chat log. I think our longest app before this was two hours seventeen minutes. Oh shit! I didn't even know we made it over two hours before. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We went a really long time once with Graham. Yeah. I bet. Bet we did. Um. So you're you're recommending Interstellar Griffin for uh, the recommendation? Was it? I guess so. It's the first thing that comes to mind. Are you confident on that one? Yeah, it's a good movie. And have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Uh, yeah. Would you buy Silence of the Lambs? No. Like the Criterion? No. What if it was fifty percent off? Yeah, half off. Twenty bucks. How much? How much is fifty percent off? Twenty bucks. American. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. That's we're getting somewhere. I wouldn't buy it full price. Yeah, I'm really hoping that uh, America hits that debt ceiling they've been talking about, so that the U.S. dollar crashes and we can buy all <laughs> of the criterions for like nothing. That'd be pretty sick. That would be so sick. Just ruin the American economy so that we can have cheap economic movies. Economic collapse. Exactly. So I can, so so I I can, can afford criterions. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> fair, fair. I, agree with that. Oh, I forgot to mention that I went to the Mohawk compound the other day. You Sounds. went to his house? Yeah, with Sean. Like? 
It's very nice. It's a very nice home. Huh. But like, <laughs> Matt, like the entire basement is pretty much his. It's kind of crazy. It's like just the biggest man of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess I put that out there. Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> uh, we're at like two hours. No, nobody's listening this deep in. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Maybe cut that out though. <laughs> Maybe cut that. Out. Uh, you think but, I remember to cut that out? You're crazy. Yeah, but um, it's very nice. Ching. A lot of, a lot of um, Lego. A lot of Lego. Nice. Pop Funkos and like, cool stuff. Very nice. And we watch Lady Snowblood, which is the film that inspired uh, Kill Bill, which is cool. Cool. Yeah, I saw Chon again. He's still alive. Yeah. Good. Good for him. It'll be so weird to go back in September. I know. All these characters are back in my life. They're back and better than ever. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm excited to see them all. Keep crittering. Critter Nash. You you know what guest you guys should try to get on? Hmm. You should try to get Arabella on. That'd be crazy, dude. That'd be be some deep lore, man. Because she made a cameo in, in a fella film. I know, so she is she is forever linked to this. Yeah. Get her on. There's a, there's a connection there. That's some deep lore, man. I haven't stalked to her in forever. Just I talked out to of the her, blue reach like, out. I talked to her like a month ago. Yeah? Ask yeah. her, um, how do you feel about cinema? And how do you feel yeah. about... Uh... The Samurai Trilogy. Solo. <laughs> yeah. no, get her on for Solo. How do you feel about Solo? Maybe I should reach out to her. We got lots yeah. of good eps coming up. We do. We can't get her on the David stage. episode, though. David, get... It's just David. Yeah. No Graham. No Graham. No Graham. No Graham, for sure. <laughs> I love Graham, but it's a serious episode. We have to impress David. Yeah. Wait, which episode is this? I don't even remember anymore. But Was it Shock Corridor? Yeah, Sam this is somebody Ford. that like neither of us know. And yeah. We're just a fan of his, so he's going to be coming on. So that's big. It's very Who's big. Very big. It's um. He just found his letter. He followed us both on Letterboxd. Yeah. Just the U of A. It's not I thought horror he was Sam. Sage, right? No, horror sage is my my white whale moment. Yeah. That would be so sick. I've told you about the horror sage lore. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like we, we should get Griffin on. Critter Nation. I don't think I've even explained the whole lore to you. Probably not. So, so, we were watching, it was like me, Griffin, Keegan, maybe Caleb, and we were watching um, unedited footage of a bear. You ever seen that one? No. Well, it's just like creepy little adult swim thing, little film they always do. And I'll say I actually got Keegan during that. It was so funny. I have to put this out there because I know he's going to watch this. Um, It's this... It's, it's supposed to just be, like, unedited footage of a bear, right? But then you get, like, an advertisement that just pops up, and then the film is, like, this horror film in the advertisement. It, like, goes off the rail. It's really cool. Oh, it's like, okay. Like a YouTube video. But when, like, the, the ad first popped up, I'm like, Keegan, skip the ad. What are you doing? And then he tried to skip it, and he just paused the video because, you know, it's not an actual ad. It was mad. On YouTube. He was very mad. I got him. 
So, so <laughs> that was great. On Anyways, there. that's all very irrelevant. Um, we watched that when Letterbox all logged it, and Griffin started hating on this dude as he does Horror Sage. Yeah, he just started hating on him, Horror Sage. But then we started talking to him, and he just turned out to be like the dopest dude. Just like the dopest reviews, the dopest page, watches so many movies. Yeah. And it's turned into a blossoming friendship where we've all followed each other. He likes all my reviews. I like all his. And it's, it's wonderful. It's Hating awesome. always leads to positive things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, you're on two episodes and you're our number one hater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that wonderful? That's so a, That's I what think... I want people to take away. Hating is a beautiful thing. And you all should be doing more of it. <laughs> Keep hating, Critter Nation. Keep hating. Keep hating, guys. Peace. All right. Peace.